Channel 4 Studios in Dallas and Fort Worth. This is News 4 Texas at 6. Well, the people in Minnesota sure feel like they've been victims of crime. We have stolen their hockey team. Hello and welcome to the Norm Green Still Sucks podcast. This podcast will go into detail the Norm Green curse and Minnesota sports failures since 1992. Let's get to the episode. And welcome back to the Norm Green Still Sucks podcast. I am your host, Jay Rhodes, and once again joined by my co-host, Froves. Froves, how you doing today? Hey, living life, dude. Drinking beer, hanging out, good times. Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. It is a good Saturday night. It's starting to feel almost like fall weather, so I'm getting excited for football season. Yeah, the football season is right around the corner. So, Training camp has already started, so we are we are in the Kevin O'Connell era, and I am pretty pumped to see what's going to happen with that. Yeah, and we're coming up on gambling season, basically, because <laughs> I know we can gamble year-round, but let's face it, football season, gambling season. So That's where the big money is won and losses in the football season, especially the Super Bowl, where you have six million prop bets. All right, well, a great thing for our, uh, our audience today and our fans, we actually have a special guest today on our, our huge, Our huge audience and our millions and millions of fans. All 15 of you. <laughs> yeah, all 15 of you. Thanks, Mom. Shout out to Pakistan. Yep. Yeah, that one listener from Pakistan. I don't know who you are, but uh, thanks for listening, brother. <laughs> all right. Our special guest today is my very good friend and one of my best friends in the world uh, from Las Vegas. Jeanette is joining us today. <laughs> Welcome, Jeanette. How's it going? Hi, how are you guys doing? We're doing good. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We got West Coast on live with Norm Green Still Sucks podcast. It's nice to have a little bit of support from the West Coast now. So. Right? <laughs> Usually I'm on an island out here with that. So. Yeah, I know if uh, Froh says his way, he's going to have this all West Coast all the time podcast, but I can keep the Minnesota Roots going for it. Right. How bad do you get beaten up during hockey season? Oh. Hockey season? Yeah. How bad do you get beaten up during hockey season? Oh, I take crap. Like during because <laughs> I always have a I always have a night's hat on or something that's obnoxiously Vegas. Like right now, just for example, I am currently wearing a shirt and went out in public wearing a shirt that says Las Vegas hockey versus everybody. So, <laughs> so people will they'll they'll holler at me at uh at the liquor store. I've had a few there like they they're very passive aggressive here in Minnesota a lot of times. It's like I'll be like at the liquor store checking out next to someone else and they'll finish first and as they walk away they'll be like, Go wild. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Doyle rules. Right. <laughs> you know, well, last season you didn't get served at the bar. That bartender wouldn't serve you. Because yeah, you had a night's hat on. That was the bullshit. 
<laughs> that was some bullshit. Yes, that did happen. <laughs> what did Still you that, do? The unnamed bar that we're not going to out them, but yeah, you did not. The bartender would not serve you because you had a Vegas Knights head on. Yeah, so I walked out. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> really stupid for them too, because quite frankly, I I don't like to toot my own horn, but I tip pretty well. I'm from a hospitality family, so yeah, they're lost, not exactly. my, not mine. <laughs> I can get exactly. beer anywhere. Dang, that's crazy. So yeah, I take a little bit of hell here. So yeah, but so you're coming down here though, right? In October. Yes, actually. So everyone that's listening, uh, the Norm Green Still Sucks podcast will be uh, broadcasting live from Las Vegas, October. We don't know the exact day of when we'll broadcast or when the cast will come out, but we'll be in Vegas for 28th through the. 31st correct Rhodes? yep yep 28th through the 31st we will be in las vegas lost wages <laughs> big shout out That's to the awesome. d <laughs> <laughs> yeah shout out to the d they are uh hooking us up with rooms there and we're paying for them so you know no promotions <laughs> i guess no free ads but uh if the, if the d's listening and they want to hook us up and upgrade us we'll we'll take it and we'll uh, promote the hell out of you all fucking podcasts. I don't care. I'm all about that. I, I have no morals on that. Did you guys hear about the the um, circa? I guess yeah, the flood like during the flooding. Yeah, yeah. I saw a video of it on Twitter that it was basically like a waterfall going through one of the TVs at the sports book. Yeah, that's crazy. I just loved how the ticker kept going. It's like yeah, it could be flooding, <laughs> but sports don't stop here. Doesn't right? shut down Vegas. Yeah, little water. Yeah, I guess it was there in Planet Hollywood. I guess oh, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, I saw one guy, like, on the slot machine still trying to play while the water was pouring down on him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep, these guys are these guys are addicted. They're not going to give up. If you're on a heater, you don't leave a heater. Yeah, you're not going to fuck up my hand. No, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. Okay, so what are you guys drinking? I'm Let's going see. with the good old classic Miller Lite. So. Shocker. Shocker. Josh and <laughs> Josh and Miller Lights. I have a truly tropical punch hard seltzer. I just can't do trulies. I no. want to so bad. I want You're to so good. I want to so bad because I love I like wine, but I just cannot do trulies. If I have to do something else, I'll just go automatically to beer. <sighs> I like them. They're so sweet. They're just like it's like candy. It's like it's not even drinking. Really? Yeah. Oh, for sure. And then Which the lemonade. The lemonades are good. the The punch ones are really good. Oh, awesome! Um, yeah, I like the tea ones. I do not like the punch ones. The punch ones are a little too much like candy. That's like literally eating like a Jolly Rancher nonstop, and it, it's too much sugar for, for me. For sure. For sure. I'm all about okay. that. That's crazy. Okay, how about micheladas? Oh, you know I love micheladas. <laughs> Como se dice? <laughs> you never had michelada? Rhodes? Welcome to the Norm Green Still Sucks podcast. We are the first hockey bilingual podcast out in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll go to our Spanish correspondent. <laughs> hey, Jeanette could be our Spanish correspondent. She right? Spanish. <laughs> oh, exactly. We got it now. Now we are... Well, now we're going to get Mexico on the map. This is going to be good. Right? We're going to get another country down. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, but it's they're so good. Micheladas are so good. 
If you like margaritas, I think you. If you like margaritas and Bloody Marys, I think if I you don't, like both. I don't like bloodies. See, that's the thing. You have I don't like both. tomato juice. I don't like tomato juice. Yeah, see, yeah, the you Micheladas. Like them. Yeah. Okay. But if you like both, you will definitely like Micheladas. Hmm. They're so delicious. They're like, it's the beer. I don't know. How would you describe it, Josh? Best way I describe it is it's literally like a lighter Bloody Mary. Like it still has the spice of a Bloody Mary, but like it's not that really thick, like Bloody Mary. So is it like, so is it the North Dakota way of putting uh, Coors Light in your Bloody Mary? Similar, but not the same. Okay. It's, okay. And plus, you're not going to do like a, a light beer on a Michelada. Right, so if you're right. going to do a Michelada, you're going to do like a dark beer, like Negra Modelo. So Negra okay. Modelo is just like the regular Modelo, but just it's I think it's the ABV. Maybe it's 5.4, 5.7, somewhere yeah. in that range. Um, That or Modelo Especial or Corona. Yeah, that um, means special not- Modelo for all you uh, Minnesota guys <laughs> out there. <laughs> <laughs> when you want the Taco Especial, you know what to order. So <laughs> it's my number one order at the fucking Paradiso. <laughs> <laughs> that's a restaurant out there yeah 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 <laughs> oh, okay it's where everyone goes it's yeah it's where you get your birthday meal for free oh awesome it's yeah. a white it's a white person <laughs> restaurant like, oh no for nice. sure yeah it is yeah it's awesome yeah, yeah it has nothing to do it's it's as west coast as minnesota can get <laughs> you, you a- know you know it's a white people mexican restaurant when your enchiladas come with black olives on top of them so <laughs> no are you serious yeah that's serious oh my gosh that's crazy no yeah. yeah like the micheladas are pretty good though but definitely never get them with ice with ice they suck that's like the baja ones i guess the ones from like tj or like cabo anything from from there i feel mm-hmm. like that's when they come with ice they're not that great so are they canned but, uh well no it's Is it like pre pre or no, it's like um, well, yeah, they can. They usually do have the premix, but if you go to like an authentic restaurant, an authentic Mexican restaurant, they'll have their own mix, their house yep. mix, and then um, they'll add like maybe draft beer. Like for example, here we have a Lindo Michoacan, and they have um, like Negra Modelo on draft. So if you can get a beer on draft, no matter what, it's always going to be better, you know? Yeah, yeah, for but, sure. Yeah, but they have the Negra Modelo here. On draft, on a michelada, it's the best. It's super okay. amazing. And then usually cool. they rim the glass with like tangine, usually. Yeah, yeah. Like. yeah, with tahine and um, lime and margarita salt. It's delicious. Oh, they're amazing. Absolutely amazing. That's, yes. Jeanette's the one who turned me on to them, and I give them every time yeah. at any authentic restaurant. So Yes. But I also and... love Bloody Marys. Bloody Marys, if you want them. Honestly, if you want them the best, you have to have them from scratch, like with the Worcestershire sauce and yep. all of that. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm good at making Bloody Marys. I just don't like eating them. And I also, yeah. like if anybody else gets Bloody Marys, I am all about having the pickle because that tastes delicious. Oh, yeah. With, with the mix, like that tastes good, but I just don't like, I don't know. I don't like drinking tomatoey stuff. So like, I don't like tomato soup. Like ketchup is where I pretty much draw the line on like the consistency of tomatoes. I don't like tomatoes in any of my foods. Mm-hmm. 
like salsa I like, but I don't like tomatoes, just like diced tomatoes. Well, I guess it's how you make your Bloody Marys because, for example, I put a lot of vodka in, so you can't really taste the tomato sauce. Like, so I think it's, it depends what you mix it with, you know? If you yeah. crank it up with the lime juice and all that, I think you might be able to disguise the taste of the tomato juice. Oh, you should see how it's made at the Frovarp house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so we always have like a pepper vodka of some sort, like uh, whether it's habanero, pinnacle, or. Um, I love infusing it? vodka with peppers. And then, oh, just making like barrels of it. But then we also do uh, in our Bloody Marys, we also do uh, the ancho chili liqueur as well. Oh, my God. Uh, I've never had that. That sounds delicious. Dude, that that's just so expensive at the liquor store, but like <laughs> it is so worth it. Like it's yeah. and it lasts for a while unless you're having blueberries like every day and using it. But uh, <laughs> but you know, totally worth it. Like that ancho yeah. chili liqueur. The first time I had it was uh up in Tahoe, actually. Like almost everywhere I went, the blueberries were made with an ancho chili liqueur on top of the vodka, and I was like, oh hell yeah, this is the way you got to make them. <laughs> yeah, oh I need God. to find. Okay, I need to find a way that I can enjoy Bloody Marys, like how I should get them made that I'd like them because I always feel left out. I always feel like the loser, like the kid that wasn't invited to the birthday party when uh-huh. everyone goes to the Bloody Mary bars <laughs> and like you get like your build your own Bloody Mary and you get like 16 cheeseburgers on it. I'm like, can I just get that without the Bloody Mary? <laughs> can you just give me an empty glass and I can just fill it with bacon and meat sticks and all that fun stuff? Cause I'm like, I feel left out. I'm just going to get to, draft beer well do you eat do you eat tomato soup no not even campbell's tomato soup not even any tomato soup dude your dog could drink a bloody mary then there's no way <laughs> i know that's what i'm saying <laughs> that's what i'm saying i need to i need to disguise it and just change all the ingredients out to make it not a bloody mary <laughs> um we tried i think okay so there's a restaurant here in las vegas called hash house a go-go they have the best Bloody Marys here. And then when we went to San Diego, we had another one. I forgot what the restaurant was called. It was a little diner. Oh, my God. That, like, totally, like, just, it was crazy. Like, it was, what was it called? Um, It was in San Diego when we went. It was amazing. But it was a Bloody Mary. So the one here at Hash House Gogo has a bacon, celery. It has the lime, um, the olives. And then the one in San Diego had pretty much, it was like a two-story Bloody Mary. So it had the bacon, celery. Um, it had, it was pretty much a meal. Like a meal with, it had a, like a piece of ham. It was amazing. Yeah. It was literally a meal. But it was so good, so delicious. I forgot what the diner was called, though. But it last was amazing. Time, last time I had a Bloody Mary in San Diego, I cannot remember where I had it because I was so hungover. <laughs> <laughs> it was a day after the earthquake. Like I, we were so drunk, we didn't even know we were in an earthquake at the Padres game. So like oh they stopped God. the game. We didn't really understand why they stopped the game. And then we find out it was an earthquake. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's awesome. When was that? What year? Um, I can't remember the year. I went with uh, Daniela and um, oh, I'm trying to remember his name. He worked at TI also. 
Oh, really? I can't remember. It must have still been while I worked at TI, though. So yeah. whenever that was, that was a while ago now. But but yeah, it, awesome. we were at Potter's game. Like the the foul poles, like waving, and like all of a, they stopped the game. We're like, what's going on? We just like hang out. Everyone's like going <laughs> up to shelter. We just hang out our seats. Eventually, everyone comes back. Like I get a text from a friend that was in Vegas that uh, is from San Diego, and she's like. Did you were you there for the hurricane or the earthquake? And I was like, there was an earthquake. What? <laughs> she told me a story actually where I guess um she like dialed the cops or something when you guys were hanging out, and then the cops showed up and everybody yes. was like, "Why are the cops here?" Like everybody was going crazy. Yeah, her and I, I had to like, go talk to him. Yeah, I was like, how, how, why would you butt down the cops? Like, do you have them, <laughs> like, on speed down? Like, I don't understand. How would you do that, you know? Oh, yeah, that was fun yeah. stuff. <laughs> not crazy. to mention, it's not like we're sober either. Like, so we're going out to talk to the cops. Like, Yeah, two drunk people trying to talk to the cops. <laughs> yeah. Well, really, absolutely nothing happened. But, like, they heard commotion in the background, which yeah. was just our drunk asses. But whatever. <laughs> That's awesome. But actually, like I do have uh, this, I think is a good segue into one of our questions that we have today. Like, so Jeanette's talking about like Bloody Marys that are meals, like at uh, a Target Field, they make a Bloody Mary where it literally has like a slice of pizza on it. Like, yep, <laughs> it's like it's meats, cheeses, and this slice of pizza, and, like olives. Like, it's just the whole deal. Like, it's a full meal basically in a Bloody Mary. And that's at Target Field. And I think that kind of can lead us into uh, Rhodes. Uh, what's that question we got from uh, one of our listeners? Okay, so we have uh, a two-part question um, from Jackie on Facebook. So thank you, Jackie, for um, asking us a question and responding. And since this is going to be live and this is going to be on the air, you're going to be getting some swag from the Norm Green Still Sucks podcast. So uh, when you hear this, Go ahead and send me a message on Facebook and let me know that you heard that your name got called out and we'll be able to hit you up with some swag. So thank you, Jackie, from Facebook. Uh, her question was, what do you think is the best sports venue? And also, where do you think you can get the cheapest beer? She'll go around the horn on what we think best sports venue is. Yeah, yeah. Go for it, guys. Whoever wants to go first. Jeanette, you got one? Um, I would have to say VGK. I think they're, I think at Allegiant Stadium, I think it's maybe for a beer, it would be about what, $12? But what's your, fa what's your favorite sport venue first, though? Like, best Allegiant. one you've ever been to, Allegiant? I love Allegiant. I just love it. It's so modern. It's so sleek. I love the drinks there. I love their draft beer. I love their service. Their service is really good. At one point, we went to a game there, and they had a, an issue with their computer system, and they could have just shut down. You know, they had lines everywhere. I heard about and, this. Yeah, they decided not to do that. They decided to keep serving people. They were just serving two, um, two beers per person. And they were just comping them. 
who does wow. that that's amazing that's a that's such a vegas thing to do though yes. <laughs> like let like we're not gonna stop the party like this can the show must go on this is a vegas attitude at like best that's awesome yeah so that was amazing that was an amazing experience and they're they're very you know generous even if you ask for shots whatever you ask for they're really good i really like the stadium i think it's very 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 sleek it's really nice and their right. customer service is great yeah that would definitely be a place i'd want to go to um go see a raiders game or go to a concert or something that would be pretty cool from what i've seen what it looks like yes and apparently um this year their tailgating is going to be um a lot better than last year's because last year they were doing a lot of the tailgating in front of the Luxor, which yep. they didn't have a lot of room for. Um, I know Josh knows exactly where that's at. It's like mm-hmm. right in front of the Luxor, but there isn't a lot of room. So now they've actually um, created more of an open space for tailgating to where um, everybody can kind of join in. So I think that's going to be great for football and for um, college football as well for UNLV I follow college football as well so even UNLV Nevada Nevada State I think that's going to be amazing yeah what I thought funny was last year I think it was it was either during like a special game or it was during a bowl game but BYU was there and they were showing pictures of like the empty beer lines because it was BYU (laughs) and I was like oh what a they they, all these guys get to go to Vegas and don't get to have fun or do anything I'm like you poor suckers (laughs) they're like this is the this is the shortest beer line I've ever seen in Las Vegas in my life (laughs) that's awesome dude those those bastards like the fight though like I remember do you remember that when they like they had to put the walls like at the uh Thomas and Mac because that fight broke out between BYU and UNLV basketball and like so then they started like putting up like the where they raised like where the front seats were so you couldn't get on the court basically after a game I (laughs) but they're so passionate BYU anything (laughs) Mm -hmm. on on screen I think they're so passionate I like watching them yeah they don't got anything else so (laughs) 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 I mean yeah it's, 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 it's that or nothing so um, what's sports another, are, what's another sports really are soaking football team that you like college football team yeah oh i'm the oregon duck guy yeah froves is oregon i am florida i'm florida gators okay but what what is an exciting team to watch like wait okay for example i like wake forest i think they're an exciting team to watch a team that's not my team that's exciting to watch um it used to be Boise, but they've kind of tailed off because Boise used to be a lot of fun to watch. The Boise Broncos, you mean? <laughs> I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, they play on the blue field, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, Currently, though, it's, yeah, that's a tough one, actually. Like, I, I honestly just like watching all college football. Rose, yeah. You got one? Um, who, who is the most who's exciting right now? Baylor is um, fun to watch. Baylor is. I don't like those. I don't like the Big Twelve. I don't <laughs> just because I was gonna say Oklahoma State because they're fun too. But uh, 
I don't know. I'm not – this is not going on my team. It's – I'm so unbiased when it comes to other schools that, like, I just like watching the games and with exciting, I'll pick a team that's playing that time. But Notre Dame's fun. I like Notre Dame right now. I like what they've been doing the last couple of years. I'm going to go with Notre Dame. Okay, that that's a good choice. Yeah. I love gambling, especially college, <laughs> college and NFL. So Josh knows. Yeah, I'm always flexing <laughs> on what his picks are. But college, oh my god, it's so amazing. Especially the overs. I love the overs. I think they're so easy to hit, just depending on the teams that you're going for, and yes. who they're they're um they're playing against them that week, you know, but I think yeah. that's a really good one. I drove yeah. an hour. I drove an hour South to Iowa just to make a plus $2,500 or plus 2,500 bet on a college football game. I lost, but man, if I would have won, that would have <laughs> been a hell of a day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it's a really good thing. Like say if you, if you drop three overs, just three overs. Okay. The overs are minus minus one ten usually. So if you do like a three-team parlay um, on college football games, that's what I like to do. I'll do like four or five just overs. And you know that it's college football, so you know they're going to play their heart out. You know that you have a big chance of getting that. And usually um, with like a three-team parlay, you can put like a 15 or a $20 bet and win about almost $200. So that's a pretty good thing. You know, your odds are pretty good. Yes. Full disclosure. If any of our listeners want any betting advice from Jeanette, her <laughs> betting advice will be bet the over. Yeah. So. yeah. They, don't call it, they don't call it under time. <laughs> Wake Forest. Overs. <laughs> yes. I was, I think it was a TikTok. I can't I remember if it was a TikTok or just a, like a Twitter video, but they were talking to this guy and he was talking about his baseball betting strategy. I was like, this guy was an absolute degenerate. All he bet <laughs> is he was betting every baseball game, fourth inning tie. <laughs> every baseball game, fourth inning tie. He said he was like going like 71 and 10 off of it. I was like, you degenerate. You're betting on ties in the fourth inning of every baseball game. Oh I like that strategy. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I started looking at scores and I was like, dude's got a point. <laughs> Wait, he sounds like me at the roulette table where I'm just betting second and thirds pretty much all yep. the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm not taking the easiest bet. I'm not taking the hardest bet either. <laughs> on, um, on even on baseball games, though, I do money line bets and I do overs. As well, recently I hit like parlay, and that was with money line and um, money line and overs, and that was thanks to Frobes here, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> he helped me grab that one. <laughs> nice. So that was that was a good one, but definitely overs. That's my thing. I love overs. Oh, we now have, we now have a gambling's corner. We have a gambling corner now in the Norm Screen Still Sucks podcast. This is awesome. I love overs in hockey. Like I love <laughs> oh, overs in hockey. I love it. Yep. So it's, yeah. you're almost all hockey is set up like between five and six. 
It's five and a half like every single fucking game. Yes. Every game. And then it's that empty net. You're just like, come on, buddy. <laughs> yes. So I yeah, never... hockey hockey betting is weird because like it's hockey and like I don't think like betters get it, but like there's no it's not like everything's so even. Like this hockey betting is really even. Yeah. It's not like, you know, you're getting like anything good like basketball ones where it's like, ooh, I got plus six eighty on this one. Okay. Oh, that's another good one, the sports bet though. Like college basketball. College basketball is a fun one, the sports bet. Oh yes. St. Mary's. I love <laughs> <laughs> I love gambling. I'm sorry. I do I do love gambling. <laughs> but um Josh, another one was the one that we hit during winter uh-huh. of last year. I forgot which one it was, but it was like an 18 parley. That one was pretty good. Oh. Yeah, that's that's good collaborating. <laughs> yeah, I know. Jeanette, Jeanette just gets to bet on her phone like no big deal because she's out in Las Vegas. Then there's degenerates like me who has to bet offshore. So. <laughs> Yeah, so anybody who's listening in Minnesota, um, if you agree that we should have sports betting, you need to talk to your congressman, you need to talk to your representatives, you need to um, start tweeting and following and retweeting Pat Garofalo and follow all these guys that are pro sports gambling for Minnesota and sports betting for Minnesota because had the session not ran out or had they not let the session run out, um, we may have gotten a vote on that sports bill, sports betting bill, and I think we should be able to get it again coming soon, hopefully before election time comes through, but who knows. So you guys don't have sports gambling on your phone? You guys can't do that? Do no, we don't. Do you guys have to go far? We would have to go an hour we'd have to go an hour to Iowa or an hour and a half to or half an hour to Wisconsin, because Wisconsin is just getting it. Oh, wow. I'm going to say that I bet in maybe not the most uh, legal ways, but <laughs> I, I, I do bet from my phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's, internet, there's <laughs> internet sites that'll take anybody. Yeah. You know yeah, what they I, are if you know what they are. Yeah, I know Arizona just <laughs> got it like last year. And theirs is pretty good because um, Las Vegas doesn't have that. Where when I was in Arizona... You know, my um, my cousin just made the bet for me, but he could actually like if I was doing a five team parlay, and it was the last leg of my parlay that was playing, they would do like a cash out option. So Las yep. Vegas doesn't have that. Yeah. So Arizona had that, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, Barstool. I know Barstool Sports. Their betting app does that. It allows you to, you know, take your whatever three quarters if you don't want to risk it on the last leg yeah well that makes me curious like what are you guys like if you say you have a six teamer and you've got you've hit five the sixth game is about to come up do you cash out or do you hold off for that sixth game exactly what do depends you on do? how much it, de- it depends <laughs> on how much it is like, oh i'm i want six game all day long like i have to hold out <laughs> for that six game like there's if no way i'm giving it up <laughs> if it's if it's the difference between twenty dollars and eighty dollars i'll let it ride but if it's the difference between five thousand dollars and twenty five thousand dollars like i don't know man 
I'm still all in on that six game. There's a reason I bet six six teams. That's so. That's well, see, my thought. <laughs> see, you could you could also figure out how to out a way to hedge that too. I'm sure. Yes. You know, if you want to take your payout and then hedge it on, you know, the other guys, and you're like, well, if I lost, I lost, but if I win, I win twice. So that would be a good strategy on like a college football situation. Yeah. Because then you could, because there's so many games, you could like take that money and then hedge it against your other stuff. Like, yep. Like Mattress Mac. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. How about you, Jeanette? Do you hold out for the sixth game or do you, do you cash in? Well, that question like really hurts my soul because <laughs> remember, remember the time that I lost like three thousand over that because I couldn't do that. Yep. Because I was already on the eighth inning on the yep. Dodger game. I do. Which is my team, and I couldn't cash out because we lost. Thanks to Jansen, but okay, whatever. I'm over <laughs> it. But um, yeah, so basically I couldn't, I couldn't do anything anymore because it was already on the ace in the ace inning here in Las Vegas. You could hedge your bet. Um, I love hedging my bets if I, if I feel like I need to, but that would be in the seventh inning. You can't really do much. I mean, you can still try to do an ace, top of the ace, maybe, maybe bottom of the ace, but you can't really do much because it's going to drop, you know? Mm-hmm. But I love that in Arizona you can do that. In Arizona you can cash out, you know, because yeah. sometimes you you know that that closer is coming in, or you know that that closer is being is already, you know, is already warming up. They switch the closer, whatever the case may be. But you know that that closer that's coming in, you know that he's not going to cover it for you, or you're nervous about it. So you can just cash out. That's it. Call it a night and yeah. make Wait, your money. You know. So so they let you. This is crazy. I hadn't heard of this. Like, so you can actually cash out in game. Yes, that's mm-hmm. that's the crazy. crazy. Part. That's what I'm telling that's you. That's really like, crazy. It's so crazy to me. Like they were doing that, and it was a, uh, it was a five team parlay, and it was um, hockey, hockey, baseball, and soccer, and it was the soccer game that was the last two legs, of the t- of the of the ticket, and they they um, offered the cash out option. And my cousin was just like, do you want to do that? The cash out? I was like, wait, what? Cash out? In the eighth? <laughs> okay, I'll <laughs> do it. I know for a fact they're going to lose, you know? Like, yeah. I know that the other team's going to come back. And sure enough, they did, which is crazy. But I hope they start doing that here. I hope that you guys get it out there. Yeah, on the sport that... I or on the anonymous website that I bet on, I'm not gonna name any names or sell anyone out. <laughs> uh, the cash out feature is there, but the game has to have not started. So, like, if really? you have a six teamer and like you got one game that hasn't started, but you hit the first five, you can cash out then. But as soon as that six game starts, like, you can't cash out, like, you're in it then. Oh gosh, that's crazy. So, that in game cash out is that's crazy awesome. Mm-hmm. Do you guys do any horse racing? Uh, do do we any bet best? on horse racing or do yeah. do we actually horse race? Because I don't <laughs> horse race. I'll okay. get on a horse. Like the only time I see a horse, <laughs> I better be able to put some money on. But okay. do you guys bet on horse racing? Yeah, oh, we have yeah, a horse yeah. track. We have a horse track within 15 miles of us. So um yeah, we go there every now and then. It's kind of cool. They have like dollar nights on Thursday nights. So 
it's like super cheap to get in and super cheap to place bets and everything like that. And yeah, it's, I like going to Canterbury and placing some bets there. Oh, that's awesome. I love horse racing. And then they'll have, they'll have weird stuff. They'll have like camel races and ostrich races and wiener dog races and random things yeah. like that. Some, some nights. I was there for the dachshund races this year. Nice. Did you say ducks? Dachshund. Oh, we, dogs. wiener dogs. Yeah, yeah wiener dogs. dogs. <laughs> it was That's hilarious. That's Some awesome. of them turn around like they don't know what they're doing. Like, <laughs> but stadiums, road dog, you're up on stadiums. Okay, I so to answer this girl's question. Yeah, no, no, for <laughs> we, sure. As we're as dragging we it always, on, yeah. Well, yeah. as we always do in this show, we we got a little sidetracked, but yeah. Okay, so best sports venue. I have to be a homer and say Target Field first, but I will think of another one. But Target Fields, I mean, outdoor baseball, good price beer, lots of different type of foods, lots of different type of drinks. Um, I. I haven't found a baseball stadium that I've been to that I think is better, but the best sports venue as far as like nostalgia, atmosphere, history, um, I would have to probably go with Madison square garden. And I've been there before. And I think it's, I think it's pretty cool. Like it's nothing, like outstanding, but you can tell that like it's there's a lot of history going on there. So I'm gonna have to go with MSG just because of all the stuff that it has held, has done, and for sports it's been like the mecca of all sports. Yeah, MSG makes sense to me. I've never yeah. been there, but I mean, for it to have like WrestleManias and to have NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs and Stanley Cups and championships and, you know, Justin Bieber concerts and whatever boxing type fights. of thing. Yeah, boxing fights like Muhammad Ali and, you know, like everything was at the garden. Like that's that's what you got to like. If you go to the garden, you know that you made it. Like when Chris Rock says that he puts on a concert at the garden, he knows that he made it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm going to have to go with. For Elvis, what about you? So, I'm going to go with some places I've been. Like, I'm not going to go with places I want to go. Um, so, my answer will likely change if you ask me this question after October. <laughs> but, because <laughs> it will likely turn into T-Mobile. But, <laughs> right now, I'd have to say Petco Park in San Diego. I love that place. I love the surroundings. It's nice open ballpark. Um I survived an earthquake at it, but <laughs> no, it's just a cool atmosphere. I really liked it. It's honestly, I feel bad that San Diego doesn't ever have a better team, but uh, really fun, fun place to go. Yeah. Did you see the jerseys they were wearing today against the Twins, San Diego? No, I didn't actually. It was like their City Connect or whatever jerseys that they came out with this year. Dude, they're the ugliest thing in the whole world. Like is they're it the like, ones? it's like neon blue and neon pink. Oh and yeah, it says San Diego awesome. on it, dude. They look like Miami. Like I'm like, you guys aren't Miami. You're San Diego. Like do something a little better. I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I like them. I I, I know what <laughs> jersey you're talking about. Jeanette, what yeah, you think different about the different color sleeves. I think the brown ones are the ugliest. 
Oh, I oh love those. God. I think they're the ugliest uniforms ever. I hate them so bad. I hate that they went back to brown. Like I liked <laughs> when they had the blue. Yeah, I like the blue more. The brown ones, I think, are really ugly. Okay, uh, but there's another question for you guys. Okay. What's the greatest fictional athlete that you can think of? Oh, that's that's that was part of Cooks's question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this is coming from John John K on Facebook. <laughs> oh, did so, I just throw him on blast by using nope. his last name? <laughs> John John K, just John K. We're just going with John K on Facebook. Um, yeah. So he wants to know the greatest sports movie athlete of all time, and we're gonna go reverse order. So Josh went last, and now he's gonna go first. Uh, the, gosh, that, that's a tough one. Um, there's so many good ones to pick from. I, gosh, there's a, a large part of me that wants to go Charlie Conway, but there's a large part of me that wants to go, uh, Thad from, uh, oh God, whatever that show is called. Um, I, I got. I have to stick with the Mighty Ducks. I gotta go, Charlie Conway. Charlie Conway. Okay, Spazway. <laughs> yeah, gotta go, with Spazway. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad pick. Like he was the captain. He captained the team to, you know. He hated playing yeah. defense. That's <laughs> true. He played played defense. He coached the team for part of it. So he's also a coach. So he's a player coach. So he's like, he can do both roles. He's like Jackie Moon. So yeah, I, I, I like, uh, I like Charlie Conway. Okay. I, I could go with that. Um, Jeanette, what do you think? I have to go with either. I don't know about fictional characters, but I would have to go with either Ali with um, Will Smith. Or Secretariat. Those are my favorite ones. Ooh. Well, Ali, Will Smith is Ali. Like, I mean, he actually kind of tried to make that a real, uh, real thing. So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But I think he did a great job at it. Okay. I yeah, I like that. Really good. Regardless of what he did afterwards, but I think the movie was really good. And I think Secretariat was really good. Like I said, I'm very into horse racing. And I think that that movie was amazing. I think Big Red was was um, was very well represented in that movie. Okay. Okay. All right. I like it. Um, okay. So for mine, like you can, you can go with the normal ones. Like you can go with Rocky. You can go with Rudy. You can pick out... Um, I don't know, uh, Forrest Gump, like that's, fuck, he's a good athlete. I mean, you see the guy run. Um, and His ping pong Alabama. skills are insane. Dude, he met the president twice, like let's face it. Um, and ping pong, like he's he basically stopped the uh, Cold War. Um, so, I mean, my my second would be Forrest Gump, but my first, Taylor and Brown on their way to the back. You know, this could be all for mm-hmm. Harris. He has pitched the beauty. I think we know who this is going to be from the California Penal League. I'm throwing every piece of junk I can think of at him, Skipper. 
I got enough left for one more hitter. Nah, you missed a hell of a game there. Take a seat. We'll see if we can get this guy out for you. Right. Good game, Eddie. Give me a ball. Vaughn? I know he hasn't done very well against this guy, but I got a hunch he's due. Wild thing, Ricky Vaughn. Uh, I like that one. That's can't, solid. Can't beat him. He is the everything that you want in that place. Like dudes want to be him, chicks want to be with him. Like fucking wild thing, man. Yeah. That movie was on tonight too. That movie's on like every night. <laughs> yeah. Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn. That's my choice on there for the best, um, greatest sports movie athlete of all time. That's a good one. I, I like that one. And sticking with baseball, um, John K had a follow up question. So he says, Ruin Gardner, Rowan Gardner, Ruin Gardner, Henry Rowan Gardner. Do you think that he would get lit up or not in the live ball era? Jeanette? I'm sorry. Can you go first? I, I need the question repeated. Do you know who Henry Rowan Gardner is? I don't. Do you remember uh, Rookie of the Year? Yeah. That like, broke his arm and like, that's Henry Rowan Gardner. Okay. okay. Yeah, he's got the elastic arm that goes like, and then he throws it real fast. Yes. Yeah. Would he get lit up in the live ball league? Like, like right now, current times, basically. Um, I don't think so, to be honest. I, with you. I would agree 100%. So. I, I think he'd have too much heat still. Yes. So I think, in a sense, that he would not be able to deal with the analytics of baseball now. I think it's a whole different game than when he pitched and when he was a great pitcher. Um, so I think that's going to change his style a little bit. But, man, dude, when he throws that fucking underhand, I don't think anybody could hit it. I think you just have to change his style. Can I ask you guys for something, though? Can you guys give me your predictions for this year? For baseball? For football. 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 Ooh, we are, we are changing speeds quickly. Okay, yeah. you you don't mess around. Okay. <laughs> Predictions for football, and it's not even August yet. I love it. <laughs> Let's do it. Vikings win the Super Bowl. 34-14 oh over the Buffalo Bills. Oh, my God. You're going to give us games, too? Oh my yep. God. yep, there it is. It is okay. – July 30th at 11.34 p.m. And okay. I have I have said it. Vikings over Bills. Okay. <laughs> I've recorded this. I'm writing it down. We're on a podcast. We're recording everything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Josh? What do you think? Well, I'm not going to homer it up like uh, Road Dog did, but actually I kind of am going to homer it up in a different way. Okay. I'm going to say Buccaneers over the Bills in the Super Bowl. Buccaneers are okay. I think Tom Brady gets basically gives Bills fans more reason to hate him. Man, so like he's not done torturing him. He's gonna give him at least one more. I like so it. that's that's how I feel on that one. And I think it'd be hilarious. I also think it'd be hilarious if Tom Brady got eight Super Bowls. So insane, just insane numbers. 
Okay, how about the total? Okay, the games exactly as we're calling them. Um, how about if we bet on them? Exactly what we said. So what you guys have said so far. Uh-huh. How about we do a hundred dollars on that? And then I just bet the Broncos to win the Super Bowl. With Wait, so, then, so then we just have to have the winners then in the bet? Exactly what you've called so far. Um, if, yeah, but if you're just taking the Broncos. Yeah, we only have three bets. So whatever our three bets are. And that's it. That's her. That's so her he, would, he would have Minnesota. I would have the Bucks, and you would have the Broncos. Correct? Exactly. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm in. Yep. Okay. And then that would be a question. Hypothetically speaking, if betting was allowed in Minnesota, yes, I'm in. Okay. <laughs> and maybe that would be a question for your mom. For Weird. Mom question at 55 minutes. This is a record. Jeanette <laughs> is not messing around. You have no idea that we have two hour podcasts, right? <laughs> mom no, I question. Really, I really want bow, to. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mom. What's your bet if it was hypothetically if we were in a state that was allowing sports betting? Um, what would be your bet for who's going to win the Super Bowl this year? There you go. You got it early. But you got to listen to the rest of the podcast, Mom. You got to listen to the rest of it. <laughs> Doesn't count if you just stop after this question. Speaking of which, uh, we do need to know the answer, the question and answer to the last mom question. Oh, yeah. So last week's mom question. Um, we were tying in wrestling and we decided to ask my mom that we weren't sure if she actually watched wrestling because we weren't sure if she watched it when we watched it or if she watched it when she was a kid or anything like that. But we wanted to know who her favorite wrestler was. And she came back that her favorite wrestler was Hulk Hogan. So she had to have been watching when she was younger because that was that was in the wheelhouse of, you know, her being, you know, not a kid, but, you know younger adult type of thing. So she said Hulk Hogan. She also wanted to name some, uh, uh, you know, next best. She's, she likes the Macho Man also, only because I dress up like Macho Man sometimes, and I'm pretty good at it. So she <laughs> likes Macho Man. Um, she likes Jesse Ventura because he was our governor. So she had to, she had to say that Jesse Ventura was another one of her favorite wrestlers. Um, and then actually when she was 11 or 10 years old, she attended a live wrestling event um, in the good old metropolis of Hoyt Lakes, Minnesota. <laughs> Dude, that is way more content than I thought your yeah. mom was going to give us. Yeah. On that oh, one. <laughs> it was it was a paragraph that she sent me. I was like, oh man, this is this was a good one. Like she let, she loved this question. <laughs> so yeah, so we got we got the moms covered. So we're we're good there. Um. So- I kind of yeah. wanted to go into because it's perfect with the predictions area because I really want Jeanette's take on how her division's going to go that AFC West. Oof. I don't know. I think we're really stacked. I don't. I don't know how it's going to go. All I know is that I really do feel like we're actually going to get pretty far. I really feel like we will either. Just go to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl, but I really honestly feel like we will. Who do you I think gets like- left out? I mean, that division's so good. Is it Las Vegas? I just don't. I don't want to get killed by you know <laughs> my fellow <laughs> Raiders people that are here. But I, 
I don't like the Raiders, to be honest with you. I don't like them. Oh, well, you, yeah. you went from not wanting to get killed by your fellow Las Vegas people and just throwing them under the bus. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, like if I'm going to say it, I might as well just tell the truth. So, yeah, I really don't like the Raiders. My husband, he loves the Raiders. He's a Raiders fan. My my boss, he loves the Raiders. But I honestly, I do not like the Raiders. I think that Derek Carr, I think that they... They love him. They think that he's going to be a great Super Bowl contender. They think that he's going to go to the Super Bowl. I honestly don't think so. I think he will always choke. I don't see it happening. But, I mean, I don't know. I just really honestly have a feeling that we're actually going to go to the Super Bowl this year. I don't care what anybody says. Well, here's here's another question, though, because, like, just – and I'm just speaking out of reality because of how good that division is. Uh-huh. How does it feel to ha- possibly have as stacked of a team as you have? It is possible you guys might miss it just because, like, the playoffs, just because of how good your division is. Because your division is insane right now. I know. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I'm just not, like, trying to think about all that, to be honest with you. Because when I... Obviously, when Tom Brady made his choice that he was going to come back this year, I really felt like it was for his division just because ours is so stacked. But I don't really care about that. I really think that Russell Wilson, he will deliver. And I think that we will we will go to the Super Bowl this year. I really honestly do. I don't care about anybody else. <laughs> Road Dog, what do you think about that division? AFC West. So the AFC West, um, I had a thought, and I'm going against it now because I had a thought that I w- it was going to be whoever's quarterback can stay the healthiest is the one that's going to make it through the division because I think it's going to be a grind. But then I look at all these quarterbacks, and I'm like, they're not injury-prone quarterbacks. That's true. So it's so it's like I mean Russ had an injury, but he's not an injury prone quarterback, and he plays through injury, and he's a tough dude. So it's like, and I, I have a very sour taste in my mouth of Patrick Mahomes just because of the AFC Championship because he played like dog shit. Well, and he doesn't have his wide receiver anymore. Correct. So there's there's. There's chance and hope for everybody else. Derek Carr, I don't think he's there yet. So, okay, let. Uh, I think it's both, the Broncos' division of, to win. I think both it's of the you Broncos guys have kind of brought lose. this up, though. I, I think yeah. this is interesting because both of you guys brought it up. Derek Carr's not there yet, is what you said. Jeanette said she doesn't think he'll get there. Derek Carr is not new to this league. Derek Carr has no. been in this league for years. Like, for sure. He's not there. He's never getting there. Like, well, here's yeah. here's here's the reason why Derek Carr is not there yet. His years with Gruden were holding him back. Oh, and wow. I don't think I don't think he was able to actually be as good of a quarterback as he could be with John Gruden doing the play calls. And that's why I think that he has the potential, but I don't think he's there yet. I don't think I don't think he's locked in with his offense yet to be there. But man, if he can get this wide receiver going with him, I they can be a deadly combination. 
Well, yeah, he's got Devontae Adams now, so we'll see. Yeah. I mean, this, yeah. this is it. Like, yeah. this is put up or shut up at this point. Because mm-hmm. Devontae Adams, obviously, like, you have him. There's no excuses left. So, I, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't see it because, okay, so if you're betting, okay, so I, like I said, I'm a better. I love to bet. So, I'm betting on football on um, football parlays and that Derek Carr won every time the Raiders games it was the last possession like okay I just knew he wasn't going to do it he wasn't going to do anything with it he wasn't going to score he was already in the red zone like he w- he could have scored and then he just choked and it happened three times yeah about three times three four times in a row towards the end of the season Oh my God, I was dying. But that is why I really think that he's not going to be able to do it. Because I really think it's not on his wide receivers. I don't think it's on the rest of his team. I think it's on him. I really just don't mm-hmm. think he has it in him. And I, I'm going to get killed. I'm probably going to get fired on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really, I really don't think so. I tend to agree with you too. Like that's where I kind of brought up. Like it's, I mean, not yet. No, it's he's had yet already. Like, yeah. I mean, we'll get to see if the like his last excuse because he has had wide receivers, but he hasn't had a Devonte Adams. So his last excuse is over after this year because if he doesn't do it this year with Devonte, well, he's not doing it ever. So, yeah. But I cannot believe we went through this discussion. Both of you left out my my AFC West team and my boy from Oregon, Justin Herbert and the Chargers. They are going to be a force to be reckoned with this year. You think so? Oh, yeah. Justin Herbert, he's not stop, slowing down. Like That dude is good. That team has not gotten worse. They've only gotten better. They're... I think them and the Broncos are the top two teams in that division. I think the Chiefs will slide after the loss of uh, Terry Kill. Uh, so I think they'll slide back a little bit. I think they'll probably still make the playoffs. But now I think it's the Broncos and Chargers battling it out for this division. That'll be amazing. I think that'll so, be so, so here's here's a good thing. Do you want to know who the last two games are for the Chargers? So they are home. They are home against the Rams, and then they go to Mile High to end the season. Oh, that's going to be amazing. That's that's going to be the division. Going to be amazing. <laughs> you know, if it's you know it goes that way. I mean, because like I'm looking at even non-conference and non-conference doesn't look bad for them. Like they've got they've got Houston, they've got the Browns, they got the Saints for and Cowboys and Rams for. NFC. Who the hell is going to play quarterback for the Browns? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know Watson's know. not technically suspended yet, but we all know he's going to be. He has to be. He has to be getting suspended for the year, but maybe six weeks, but probably the year. I don't understand the whole Cleveland situation. I don't understand how everything came to be where they 
ended up paying him as much money as they did without knowing what was going to happen and then letting freaking their quarterback go without knowing what was going to happen. Well, their quarterback wasn't going to play for them. So I no, think no, that's for very sure. irrelevant. After the Watson deal, like Baker was not playing for that team ever again. For sure. But there is there is strategy on holding him until you have to get rid of him. Because if he wasn't going to play, they didn't have to pay him. They could have held him and not paid him and waited until some team got injured and needs a quarterback and they're willing to overpay for Baker. Yeah. Okay, how do you how do you guys think Rodgers is going to do this year? He's going to be excellent. It's, I fucking hate that guy. Um, <laughs> he's going to be he's going to be good. Like the Packers aren't going to be good, but he's going to put up numbers. Like he within, you know, I'm not saying that they're going to they're not going to win the division. The Vikings are winning the division this year. Um, and that's not just a homer. That's I don't think the Packers have enough of an offensive firepower to get to 11 or 12 wins. But I still think that Rodgers is going to be good and he's going to put up MVP-type numbers like he always does. And he's once again going to play out like a pissed-off teenager because he has something to prove. And I don't know. It's He doesn't play bad. I don't see him playing bad, but I don't think the team is going to do as good as they did before. I'm actually going to disagree with you on this one. I actually think he's going to suck this year. And the reason for it is I don't think he gives a damn anymore. Um, like, they got rid of his favorite wide receiver. Like, he's got no one on this team. Like, And he literally is just doing it for the money. He almost retired this year. Like, he doesn't give a damn. That's my opinion. But, but hey, let's play a game so, while we're talking about that. Green Bay Packers are they're over-under on wins for the season, 10 and a half. What do you guys got? Over. <laughs> under under so okay under. so here's here's my under here's how the Packers season starts out they go to San Francisco they play the Saints they play the Chiefs they play the Vikings they play the Bears they play the Bucks that's a tough opening schedule yeah and especially when you have zero wide receivers and your offensive yeah. line blows so correct um they get a home game against the Rams. They have an away game against the Eagles. That's never good in November. Uh, Lions, they got a away game against the Bills. That's going to be a tough-ass game on Halloween, the day before Halloween. Jets is an easy win. Giants is an easy win. Pat- Patriots will be a tough game, but I think they'll take that. Yeah, I'm going to take the under, definitely. I'm still taking the over. Uh, well, Jeanette, you always take the over. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Packers Packers play here in Minnesota on 9-11. So, um, no, yeah. I have a fun one because I would like to know if Jack, Jeanette can actually, with all things considered, take the over on this. How about the Detroit Lions at six and a half wins? Oh, oh, the Lions? Yeah. The Detroit Lions at six and a half, which means they'd have to get seven. Six and a half. 
their schedule. I don't remember their schedule being that easy. They got Falcons, Colts, Steelers, Eagles, Commanders, Vikings, Seahawks, Patriots, Cowboys, Dolphins, Packers, Bears, Giants, Bills, Jaguars, Vikings, Jets, Panthers, Bears, Packers. Over. I'll take the over on that as well. I can't believe you're taking the over on that one. I'm taking the over on that as well. Last season they had three wins, just yeah, as a reference it, point. I'm taking it. Taking the over. Road Dog, what you got? Lions six and a half. I'm I'm guessing under, but I see five wins on the schedule for the pan for the Lions. Yeah, I'm taking the under as well. I, I see I them getting the seven. I see them beating the Colts, the Steelers. The Commanders, the Dolphins, and the Jaguars. And I don't know if they win all five of those. Because no, honestly, no, 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 no. They could lose it depends the on what they show up. or the Dolphins. To be honest, with yes, you. correct. But yeah, I see them having five wins. Okay, I so already know the answer to this one, but we'll we'll continue with it. Like we're gonna we're gonna go with some of our favorite teams here. Jeanette, let's just get this one out of the way. Broncos ten and a half over, correct? <laughs> <laughs> ten and a half. Ten and a half. Last you season have, I had seven. You have to win the division. Yeah, this division. yeah. I'm gonna do the over. Over. Yes, I'm confident. Over. <laughs> you didn't sound so confident the first time. <laughs> I was just trying to get my other beer. But I'm confident. <laughs> ten, it's ten and a half. Ten and a half for the Broncos. How many weeks? Do, how many weeks do we play this year? Well, there's 17 games. Okay, so it's still an 18 week season. Yeah. Okay. Um. Wow. So here's the crazy thing. The Broncos start out: Cowboys, Bills, Vikings, Seahawks. I think they go 0 four. And that's a hard way to come back after that. How do you have them um, going 0-4? Like, the Seahawks, there's no way that they lose to the Seahawks. The Seahawks don't even have a quarterback. Right now, their quarterback is Geno Smith. If Geno Smith beats anyone in the NFL, it's gonna, I'd be it's surprised. It's going to be a rust-choke job. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I I see them going the over. I see the Broncos going the over. I don't – they're, they're – uh, Their non-conference schedule does not look tough at all. Um, they got to—they'll have a tough game at the Ravens, tough game at the Rams, tough game at the Chiefs. But they're—they're they're competitive in all the rest of the games. I'm pretty sure. Well, the only thing that would keep me from taking the over, but I am going to take the over. I'm going to take the over. The only thing that would keep me from like you're even considering not taking the over is the division that they're in because they have to play two games against the Chiefs, they play two games against the Chargers, and two games against the Raiders. Yep. That's a really, really tough schedule just off of your in conference. So but I still think they, they hit the over on that. Like seventeen game season, I think they get eleven or twelve. So Yeah, I think there's I think top I think top of the division is going to have 11 wins, but there's going to be like three with 10, three with 11 and one with 10 in that division. Amazing. Yeah. I think there may be some tiebreaker scenarios in the, in the division coming up, maybe multiple tiebreaker scenarios. 
Okay, so with this being the Norm Still Sucks podcast and being brought to you by space. brought to you by FanDuel now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a corporate sponsor. Thanks, FanDuel. Um, yeah. Oh, Minnesota Vikings nine and a half. What you guys got? Over all day. I, I'm going over too. Jeanette. I have to. I said they're winning the Super Bowl. I can't not pick yeah, the over. You, you have to. <laughs> I, I am. I am handcuffed to this one, no matter what. Okay, Vikings nine and a half. Yep. Yep. Do you have your schedule hand handy? Road yep. Dog should. Yeah. Yes. What do you need? We got Raiders. For, Raiders, 49ers, Broncos, Packers, Eagles, Lions, Saints, Bears, Dolphins, Cardinals, Commanders, Bills. Cowboys, Patriots, Jets, Lions, Colts, Giants, Packers, Bears. You said it's over what? Seven and a half? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Uh, under. I'm sorry. Ooh. I'm sorry. <laughs> the always over goes under on our oh, team. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Pre- appreciate it. Glad you joined us. I'd like to go ahead and shout out to anybody on Twitter. If anybody wants to listen, if anybody wants to join us, uh, we're going to have an opening for a third host uh, coming up in probably about 45 minutes. So just let me know if you guys want to be on the show. (laughs) I apologize, everyone. (laughs) It's okay. We're Minnesota. We're used to it. We know that everyone shits on us, so it's okay. I We're used do to it. love, I do love the Wild, and I do love the Twins. I gotta tell you that. All right, Josh knows that. I hate the he Wild. He knows but... I'm not bullshitting. I love <laughs> the Wild and the Twins, so I'm all good with that. <laughs> all right, okay. perfect. That works. I'm going over on this one, but not by much. I think they get to ten. Get That's to ten. Kind of where I think they'll sit. Yeah, I don't, I don't see them at nine. Or eight. I see him at ten. Is that the division or wild card? Yeah, at ten. I think I think it the, might be the division. It might be the division with that division, to be honest yeah. with you. So um it'll be interesting. But yeah, I don't think it's I think a lot of it depends on how the Packers are this year. Like I really yeah, don't know what the Packers sure. are gonna be this year because without Devontae Adams, I don't know who the Rush is throwing to. Yeah, and mm-hmm. still, like I stated earlier, I don't know if he gives a damn who he's throwing to. So, <laughs> yeah, he may be uh, Talladega Nights and going get a chicken sandwich at halftime, and just <laughs> right. sitting out there and let let somebody else come in. You guys got to try this chicken sandwich; it's really good. Did you guys see his entrance <laughs> to the uh, to training camp? Yes, yeah, so where he's Cameron Poe for uh, whatever uh, Con Air. Yeah, Nick caging it up. Yeah. My daughter's birthday. <laughs> okay, let's continue with this because this is fun. And there's some fun ones, fun numbers that I'm actually very curious in both of your guys' opinions on. Um, Texans, four and a half. Oof. Oof. I feel like Jeanette's going over on this one. <laughs> like I feel like she can't resist <laughs> the over on four I and a half. That's a, that is Sorry, a sweaty, that is a sweaty over. <laughs> <laughs> you know me so well. I cannot. That's over. That's an over it, for me. I, I'm the same way. It's over for me too. Road dog, are you are you doing the over? I, I don't looking, know how you take it under on that one. Like that's I'm a looking, really hard under. I'm looking at the schedule right now, and I see I see five wins. 
Um, I see Giants, Colts, Commanders, and they split with the Titans because they always do. And they beat the Jaguars. That's five. Uh, yeah, I take the over. All right, we're all in agreement on the over. Here's you guys want to know fun fact about the Titans? Yeah, I would love to. Oh, not the Titans, but the uh, – who were we talking about? Yeah, we were, ta- were we talking about the Titans? <laughs> no, we were talking about the Texans. Texans, yeah. So talking about the Texans. So the Texans is the only team in the NHL to not ever win their division. The Texans aren't in the NHL. NFL, sorry. <laughs> Leave me alone. I thought we were talking about the Titans. At first. Yeah, they will never win that division. Yeah, they will yeah. never. No, but yeah, but the Texans are yet to win the their division since their inception, and the Lions are like since like '95, I think, and they were like it's the next one. Okay, so my next one, I I I I'm picking this one because. I want to challenge Jeanette and see if she can take the over on this. <laughs> I don't think she's going to, even as much as she likes the over. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 11 and a half. Jesus. I can't. I just can't. <laughs> I just can't. 11 and a half, I can't do it. I think 10. 10, that would be good, but not 11 and a half. No, I can't. What about you? Oh, Brady running it back. Brady playing like Brady because he has something to prove for no reason at all. He has nothing to prove, but he thinks he does. But his weapon. Their, their his schedule weapon. is super easy this year. Super easy. I see them losing three games. So I'm going to take the over. This might be me, uh, Genetic it up, but like I, I see the over on this one. <laughs> I see 12 games at least. Last season they, they have, won 13. I think they'll at least get 12. Yeah. They have four straight away games to start the season, but they're not against great teams. So <sighs> as long yeah. as their quarterback's Tom Brady, I guess I, I don't see them losing more than five games, I guess, but no. All right, here's a fun one. How about since we just brought up this team, the Tennessee Titans, since Road Dog can't get oh, his head. Yeah, I just talked about them. Nine and a half. Under all day. All day. Under all day. You said under? Under. Under all day. I got the over all day. Oof. I got Oof. the over. I got the over. They're in a division with the Texans. Yeah, but guess who their non-conference is? The AFC West. <laughs> and the Bills. Yeah, but in conference, they probably and the Ravens. six wins. And the Buccaneers. They've got one of the toughest schedules I see right now. Ravens, Buccaneers, Cardinals, Giants, Bills, Raiders, Colts, Commanders, Colts, Texans, Chiefs, Broncos, Packers, Bengals, Eagles, Jaguars, Chargers, Texans, Cowboys, Jaguars. Wow, that is a god of a schedule. That's a tough schedule, dude. <laughs> like, rest your starters against the Jaguars because you're going to need them the rest of the season. 
Damn, that's a rough schedule. What do you think, Jeanette? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. Say that's murderer's row. I'll stick to the over. Oof. I think I will. All right, don't bet the house. It's <laughs> seventeen game season. I gotta still stay with the over. I think they at least get ten. But that is a tough schedule. So if they get to the over, they definitely earned it. By the way, just so you guys know, I'm getting these odds from Vegas Insider. This yeah. is where I'm getting the odds from. What was the what was the over again? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. So that would be ten and seven, right? Yep. Would be the over. Okay. Ah, that's still room for because so they've had five consecutive winning seasons, the most since they've been the Houston Oilers. Their last season they had ten wins. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I was reading the wrong line. Literally. And this is a lot. Yeah, this is a lot wins. tougher. Sorry, twelve, 12 ones. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I. It's got to be the under. It has to be with that with the teams that they got scheduled. Okay, this is a really fun one. <laughs> really fun one because I think we're going to be all over the board on this one. <laughs> the Niners. Nine and a half. Last season they had ten wins. I feel like Trey everyone's Lance. researching right now. <laughs> Trey Lance will not have a winning season this year. I don't think so either. I think I, I, I can't. I, I can't see it. Like, I don't. This kid has not even played college football. Like, I don't. I, I understand that they see something. There's potential there and stuff like that. And the kid can throw and sure. But, like, man, he has not seen a tough football game yet in his career. And he's going to see a lot of them coming up pretty soon. He plays the Packers week one and the Vikings week two. He's going to realize what an NFL offense is like very quickly. Jeanette? I have the under. Same reasons. Trey Lance. Yes. Yeah. Under. <laughs> the NDSU prodigy behind Carson Wentz. I actually think he's only going to win – He's not going to win more than three games, to be honest with you. Who the mega under. <laughs> That's so, I, don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. I, I actually agree with both of you. I thought we would be more all over the board because of like basically how well they did last year with pretty much nothing. But, yeah, I think we're all on the same page. Like what they did last year, Debo Samuel, like he can't carry the entire team. So they no Jimmy G. Like, Trey Lance is not gonna be a step up from Jimmy G, not his first season. So So here's let's let's talk about these play these teams they're gonna play. Packers, Vikings, Texans, Bears, Seahawks, Broncos, Rams, Panthers, Falcons, Chiefs, Rams, Chargers, Cardinals, Saints, Dolphins, Buccaneers, Seahawks, Commanders, Raiders, Cardinals. So they're playing the AFC West. They're playing which, the AFC West. Yeah. That's brutal. They're play, yeah, they're playing the AFC West. They have to play the Rams. Uh, you know, they have to play whatever the hell they are. Uh, yeah, the Rams twice. Well, there you go, Jeanette. You get a free win next year. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here's yeah, a fun one. I, I think this is one that Jeanette will take the over on. 
Like now I'm guessing which ones she'll take the over on. <laughs> <laughs> New York Jets five and a half. I'm taking <laughs> I'm taking the over. Okay. I'm taking the over as well. Yeah. Rhodes, can you take the under on this? Like is <laughs> No, no, Zach Wilson's a stud, man. He's I'm going the over. All right, we're all in line on that one. <laughs> and they don't have a bad they don't have a bad schedule either. Like it doesn't look too difficult. Like, I mean their division is tough, of course, but um their non conference is is not bad. Yeah. I yeah, I could take the over on that. Okay, so especially since how low it is. I actually have two that are really interesting. Actually I have a couple that are interesting that I'm looking at. How about the uh, the Washington Commanders at seven and a half? What do you guys think? I hate when somebody says the Commanders. I just hate that name so bad. But uh, let's see. I'll say. Um, I'm gonna say the over. But I hate it so bad. She believes in the Carson Wentz. Yes, I do. That's where this all lies. Is it, do you believe in Carson Wentz? <laughs> <laughs> so, God, their division sucks. Um, that's where that's where this gets dicey too. Is their division is terrible. <laughs> so what I think is that Dallas is going to run away with it. I think it's going to be their year to be dominant. I don't. I think I got to take the under on the Commanders. The under. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got to take the under. God, seven and a half is hard. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Because I don't believe in the Eagles like everyone else believes in the Eagles. No. But that gives Commanders more wins. I I got to take the over. And I don't think it's going to be my much. I think <laughs> they might get eight wins. Like They're just in such a shitty division. Eight or nine wins, I could see. Yeah, I, God, that one's hard. That's why I, I wanted to pick that one because I think that one is super tricky because it's, for me at least, it's like right on the line. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting one. Yeah, but nice. okay, so here's the second interesting one, and I, <laughs> I I'm same we're going division. to the whole teams. Yep, we're gonna go to the same division too. New York Giants, seven and a half. They're going to go over. I'm going under on them. I'm going under. I think five. They're that's, only going to win five. That's what I'm thinking, too. Damn. That yeah. extra game. That extra game just does it for me. <laughs> that's if it was if it was a if it was a 16 game, I'd be like, no, I'd take the under. But no, I think we're, they're going to go over just by one. Yeah, I it's Daniel Jones doesn't do it for me. So Danny Dimes. Yeah, that guy sucks. Yeah. So Okay, right. we're gonna stay with football. I'm gonna go to the last question that we got. Um, because this one was from Twitter. And this was Jake on Twitter. So John K, of course, and uh Jackie on Facebook also. All you guys, all three of you guys, your questions have made it on the air. So expect to, when you hear this, let me know, contact me. 
and we can get you hit up with some swag. So what Jake said is that he was talking about that the Vikings ring of honor, Jared Allen just got uh, introduced to be added to the Vikings ring of honor. And should Chad Greenway and Kyle Rudolph also be added at a later date? Okay, so I think the perfect person to answer this question first is the one who's not a Vikings fan, because <laughs> if she doesn't know who they are, then no, they should not be in the Ring of Honor. So, <laughs> Jeanette, you want to start? <laughs> I do not think they should be in the Ring of Honor. I do not. I actually 100% agree. What do you think, Rhodes? Okay, so let's let's compare the three. So Jared Allen, I completely agree that he should be in the Ring of Honor. He is a total yep. badass. He is a sax machine. Um, he is a mullet maniac. He's from the Culinary Academy. He does everything right. He is hilarious. He is like marketable. He's everything that you'd want for a Vikings superstar. So well, he almost set the sack record with the Vikings. Like, he had like, eighty-five what, and a half. Yeah, or yeah. He, well, so he led the NFL in two thousand and eleven with twenty-two sacks. Um, he didn't keep it, of course, the record. But at that time, he had the the league record for the season at twenty-two sacks, eighty-five and a half total sacks, four-time Pro Bowl. He never had less than eleven sacks in any of his seasons in the NFL. So I say for sure. He is there. He is probably Hall of Famer also, I would say. Um, Greenway and Rudolph, I don't think so. Um, Absolutely no's for me. I think they're both no's. Um, They both had good careers. They're both in their 10th. You know, they had 10 years in the league. Rudolph is now probably going to win a championship with Tampa. Um, No no thanks to him or no thanks to Gronk coming if in. If he does, I win a bunch him. of money. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. Go. <laughs> yeah, you've got you've got good money coming in. Um, but I don't think them by themselves of what they've done. They've both gone to two Pro Bowls. Rudolph has less than fifty touchdowns. He has less than five hundred receptions. He has less than five thousand yards. Greenway, I mean, he he only had eleven interceptions total, eighteen sacks total, seven hundred and sixty solo tackles. That's good, but I. I don't think anything special. Like, I don't think either one of them from the list that we have, because we only have 26 right now in the ring of honor, which is a lot, but in our lifetime, we only have seven and that's Chris Carter, Danny green, Randall McDaniel, Randy Moss, John Randall, Corey Stringer, and Kevin Williams. So those are the only recent ones in our lifetime that are on the ring of honor. And Corey Stringer is because like the Vikings killed him. Like, Let's he, be realistic. He was he was a um in memorandum type of addition to it. So because yeah, the Vikings killed him because they weren't t- handling correct. their water. The NFL. The NFL's process of training camp and everything else and how the Vikings managed it. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yes. Cause of death. So um I don't think that they are at that level of the seven that we've talked about. And they're definitely not in the level of the 26 total. So I would actually love to elaborate this question a little bit. Um, and like to hear both your guys' opinions on it. The Ring of Honor, like the Team Hall of Fame, say like the retiring of jerseys, is it getting too watered down? Like, are they doing it too often for too many people just because they feel the need to do it for like a promotional deal? 
what I I think yes, but I don't think the players that are getting it don't deserve it. I think they are. I think they are lowering the standard in a sense. Whereas, like, let's go with the Toronto Maple Leafs. They are a original six. They have many, many players that played for them. They have won Stanley Cups, not in forever, of course, because they suck. But um, they only started, like, inducting people into their, like, retiring jerseys, like, in the last 10 years from, like, those 1900 teams. So it seems to be more of a more of a thing to do than it used to be, and I think it's getting a little bit watered down. I definitely think it's getting watered down. Jeanette, like, what do you think? Like, how, how about the Dodgers? Do the Dodgers have their own like team Hall of Fame? Like that? Because I know you're a big Dodgers fan, and yeah. do you think they're just admitting everyone now? I think so. I think so, and it, I think that it's. Now, it's definitely more watered down, and it, I think it's. I think you definitely need more time to kind of figure out who should get it. But I definitely do not agree with how it's going right now. Mackenzie just leaving us right now and going to the Chicago White Sox. I definitely that's. I think that's a bad decision on the Dodgers, and I think that's all part of the same thing, that they don't try to contain the, the players and just kind of let them go. Yeah, and it, it, you're right. It's it's gotten so watered down. Like, we're talking about, like, the fact that anyone even asked, and no offense to the listener that asked this question, but the fact that we're even debating if uh, Chad Greenway belongs in the ring of honor is ridiculous to me. Yeah. He like, makes a great vodka, but <laughs> like great duck vodka is awesome. And I will, I will rep that any day. And Bomba juice is the amazing drink made with great duck vodka. So uh, stop by any of your local liquor stores to pick it up. <laughs> What's I mean, this vodka? It's called great duck vodka because yeah. in Minnesota, they call it duck, duck, great duck instead of duck, duck goose. It's ridiculous. Yes. It's a very funny <laughs> phenomenon. That has been carried on from generation to generation for absolutely no reason at all. And I have no idea where it started, but yeah, it is what it is. That's I awesome. Actually, I actually do know where it started. I'm not going to go into it too much, but it's basically from uh, Europe. Like, uh, I want to say Sweden. Am I- yeah, yeah, most definitely like a Norwegian type of, yeah, for sure. But, um, Cause yeah, I mean, I think like it is being watered down, but like I, I looked at this and I was trying to think like when I was at, when I was in Nashville this year, I went to a Titans game and they had a ring of honor and I was like, dude, they've only been around since like 96. Like I was like the Titans haven't been, and I mean, they, they included some of the Oilers players too. So like they had that, but like they have 10 people already on their ring of honor for the Titans slash Oilers ring of honor. But you know what? I don't care what anybody says. Like, I'm going to be the most unpopular person on this podcast. <laughs> I know. I, but, um, oh, no, I think I have that role. But... <laughs> I'm okay with that. But uh, a lot of it, I feel, I really feel that it's the actual players and 
their fan base that doesn't do shit, to be honest with you. They complain and they talk a lot of smack, but they don't actually do shit. Like, so, for example, for VGK, they really talked a lot of smack. Andre Fleury, they loved him. He was the best goalie. Um, And then, guess what? When they were trying to remove him, when they were trying to move him to second, they just wouldn't do anything. So, shut up. You can't keep doing that. You can't keep talking smack and then not actually speaking out when they're about to make decisions. You know when they're about to make decisions. You can do you can you can see that I feel it's the most unpredictable sport in boxing or a sport in everything is boxing. Boxing and followed by baseball. Because I feel like in baseball anything can turn there's there can be a turnover in like you know, whatever date. But I feel that that's what happens in, like, the NFL, college football, um, hockey. That's what happens. They talk a lot of smack, but they don't actually keep keep it up. And so it just continues. And this is what we get. And then they complain afterwards. Well, yeah, I actually heard, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's actually a funny conversation because I've heard people talking about this. Obviously, everyone who listens to this podcast knows I'm a VGK fan. Um, I heard a lot of VGK people wanting to retire Flurry's jersey when he retires. <laughs> like, dude, he was there for three years. Like, he didn't even win you a cup. Yeah, I, I'm like, calm down. Like, that's that's where I live. Exactly. It's watering it down, like calm yeah. it down. Like people get so over emotional on some of these players. Yeah. yeah. Also, your franchise is five years old. You shouldn't be retiring anybody's jersey. I don't care what they've done. Mm-hmm. Unless they literally died saving 16 children during a game. <laughs> you know, <laughs> pretty much it. That's wait, very wait. specific. 16 yeah. children. Yeah. Yeah. Seven, <laughs> 17, 15. No, screw up. No, them. no, no. No, I have questions. I have questions. <laughs> What was the event that caused this 17 children massacre? No, he said 16. 16 yeah, children. 16. 16. Um, so a rogue school bus. It was a it was a rogue school bus accident. Oh drove God. right drove right into the stadium. Okay. I promise. School bus on wait, school wait, bus wait. on fire. School bus on fire center oh ice. And okay, the one guy, the goalie goes out there because he's got pads on. He saves 16 of 18 oh children. Okay, so, no, I, I have more questions. So, <laughs> two children die. Two children die. Okay, yep. Yeah. yep. <laughs> he doesn't I'm save sorry. all of them, but he gets 16 out of 18. This oh is an God. awful scenario. If he got all 18, he would have got a, uh, there'd be a statue outside, but he only gets the jersey retirement because he got 16 out of 18. I am so sorry. This is the worst episode <laughs> This Norm Green still sucks really podcast. Cool. We talk about dead children. Oh my god! Wow, this got off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but in other news. Yeah. Moving on. Okay. okay, so I have one more follow up on this. So I want to. I I know Josh has a very high standard for this. I know he is not big on putting people in the ring of honor. He's not big on jersey retirements. He's not big on the you know, celebration of players unless they really, really deserve it. I wrote down a list of all of the big name recent players that were in the top 100 Vikings players of all time 
that are not in the Ring of Honor. And I'm going to go just rapid fire to you and you say yes or no, should they be in the Ring of Honor, either now or in the future? Well, I'm going to tell you this. Give me five seconds because I need to grab a beer. So Go get a beer. <laughs> All right. Okay, I need, I need 10. I need 10 seconds. All right. Well, while they're away, I'd like to uh, go ahead and talk to you about nothing, really, because I'm just going to wait for them to get back. Sorry, I had to this put is... my beer in my uh, bougie-ass koozie, so. Oh, yeah, your fancy, your fancy koozie. Yeti. Never, never warm koozie. All right, we are back. A Yeti, Yeti koozie. Yep. All right, go for it. Let's All right, bros. You got. It's probably going to be a lot of no's. Ring of Honor or not? Jake Reed. Uh, no. I love him, but no. Randall Cunningham. No. Warren Moon. No. Robert Griffith. No. EJ Henderson. No. Pat Williams. No. Robert Smith. No. Do we Matt actually Burke. have to go through this whole list? Because am I am I honestly going to say no on every single one of these? Matt Burke, no, by the way. Antoine Winfield Jr. No. The 12th. Wait, wait Jr.? He's the, he didn't even play for the Senior. Team. Senior, sorry. Antoine okay. Winfield Sr. Yeah. No, still. But Dante Culpepper. No. The number fifth Viking of all time, Adrian Peterson. I. I have moral issues with him going into the Ring of Honor. And I think that's the only reason he's not in there. But as as far as a player, Adrian Peterson, yes. Okay, all right. The 2012 MVP, the only MVP non-quarterback since then. Yeah, he also so, beat his children with a stick. So I, I, I'm not happy about even thinking about saying yes on that. But if we're just going as a player, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, that wasn't as – I thought there would have been a couple in there just because of a Homer thing. But um, how about the newer ones that I put in there? Pretty good with those? I mean – Did you say boot? What? Did you say how boot? No, I said you're pretty good with those ones <laughs> I put in there. I, I'm pretty sure I heard some Canadian in you there. I'm pretty sure no. I heard a boot. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm not whiskey enough. I'm not whiskey enough to get there yet. Uh, which ones are you talking about playing in that you said that I should be okay well, with? Well, so the, when I when I named off the seven that are in currently, like the the newer players, you know, Chris Carter, Danny Green, Randall McDaniel, Randy Moss, John Randall, Corey Stringer, and Kevin Williams, are you good with those? And then I'm, add I'm and then little, add Jaron Allen. I'm a little hesitant on Kevin Williams. I'm really hesitant on Corey Stringer because we all know that that's just there as a patsy, right? It's, but yeah, it's not for his play on the field. Yeah, Chris Carter okay. and Brandy Moss should be on there for sure. Yep, for Allen, sure. I believe they're hall. They're hall of famers. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well. uh, Good job, Jake. That was actually – I really like that question. So uh, we're definitely going to get you some swag. So hit me up on, on Twitter and we'll get your information. And our guest host gets swag too. Oh, yeah. Guest host definitely gets some swag. So, Jeanette, we're going to have to get information from you sometime and pass it on to Froves or pass it on to me and we'll uh, we'll hit you up too because you got to represent out there in the West Coast, get our name out there. 
Awesome. <laughs> drop it off to her. Oh yeah, exactly. That too. Yeah. We'll be bringing, yes. we'll be bringing plenty of swag with us to Las Vegas. Like I may have to bring another bet check bag with all my swag. Yeah. <laughs> A swag bag. That, but I'm going to be making him some, some, um, homemade micheladas. I'm going to be making him some carne asada. So he's going to Yep. Be- yep. We're going to be fat and happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's awesome. That'll be awesome. So, Road Dog, one thing that you have not answered yet on a question, and you said you did the research, so you have the answer. So, I think we are all bated breath. Where oh, is yeah. the cheapest beer at the stadium? Okay. So, when I was looking up trying to find where had the cheapest beer, everything pointed back to Major League Baseball. <laughs> so, as far as the sport, they definitely have the cheapest beer. Um, out of all the four major sports, which makes sense. They have the most games. They have the most, you know, people coming in. So they can't charge $26 for a beer 82 times a year. Like that's, I don't think people could be able to afford that. Um, But when looking at the cheapest beer, they were going by two different ways. They were going by per ounce and then the cheapest, smallest beer available. So when we go by per ounce, the Los Angeles Angels have a 16-ounce beer for $0.28 cents an ounce. It came out to be – what were the Angels at? They were like – I don't know. Do the math. I'm not here to do math. But they have the cheapest per ounce. Was it 12 ounces or 16? 16 ounces because it, it was a pounder, so that's why it was – Cheaper per ounce. So per ounce is. Can I ask you a question though? Of what course. has been the game that you've been to, even with minor league? Like for example, we have the Aviators. What has been a team that you've gone to? You've gone to their game and enjoyed the most. Oh, I like this question. So here's the thing. I haven't been to a minor league baseball. We need to go to a Saints game. Like, I need to get to a Saints game because I haven't been to one. Um, So I've just been to pro, but then enjoyed the most. I mean, my – it was – it's what what Froze is going to experience in a little less than three weeks. Exactly. Is going to be this all-inclusive field access that we get for the Vikings game. That's fun. That is so much fun. So I would have to say, and I loved going to the 51s games because they were the 51s when I was there. Dollar beer night was always great. Dollar beer night. Oh, man. I remember like boxing out a kid when like a foul ball came because like this little kid in a Royals jersey was like just being a dick. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite sports experience probably would still be going to the uh, Fiesta Bowl down in uh, Arizona. Yes, that's I cool. loved yeah. it. It was so much fun. That would be amazing though, because to be honest with you, okay, so right now the minor league baseball, the Aviators games here. You do not know how beautiful their stadium is. Like, oh my god, it's so nice. Nice. 
I actually have a picture of it as the background on my computer, on my work computer. Yes, (laughs) you will love it. It's so nice. So no matter what, I feel like if you if you get that, because I know there's people that have came to Vegas or have lived Vegas have lived in Vegas before, but it's right around Summerlin Parkway. So it's right around downtown Summerlin, that area, and it's just so nice. The the stadium is so nice. Um, they have I think three inclusive pools. Um, there are parks. They have parks inside, inside the actual, um, the actual game parks that are really nice. Isn't uh, it near Vegas's uh, VGK's uh, practice facility? Is it in that area? The minor league, pretty much the one that they're trying to build, but yeah. it's pretty much during um, like downtown Summerlin. That's where it's at, downtown Summerlin Parkway. That's where the actual stadium is that and it's so nice so you will love it what is like downtown summerlin to you like okay I, that's so what downtown I'm summerlin, think. i think of boca park when i think of downtown okay summerlin. so it is it is next to boca park okay okay so boca park is a certain area in yeah. in pretty much summerlin the summerlin area yep then further down is a downtown summerlin area where now there's a brand new mall Oh you yeah, have H&M clothing. I used to live you know, right next to that. Yeah, so that's where everything else is at, and that's where the the new stadium is at, um, for the aviators and all that. It's amazing. It's a beautiful stadium. It's really really awesome, and I feel like it's it's the best thing that could have happened to Vegas, you know, to keep them on that side of town. And then because of the Raiders, you know, and how they're going to be on the opposite side of town. Well, but, Cashman Field was in the hood anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I feel like it's it's definitely going to be amazing for them to be over there. Because, honestly, they have, like, three pools. So, for the actual aviators, this is a minor league. Minor league baseball game. Baseball team. And there's um, three, like, three pools for them. Um, there's two parks for them. It's amazing. The area that they have, um, they also have, I believe it's two different, no, it's not two different. It's just one, one stadium, but it's just the two, the two different areas, but they're pool areas. They have three of them, the parks. It's really amazing. I love it. I love what they did with it. That's Vegas for you. Go, go big or go home. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, that that gives me a good question to ask you guys. So, if you guys have like one sporting event you could go to, like whatever it is, like <laughs> you can name teams. Like, what sporting event would you go to? What's your dream sporting event? I will be at first on the record to say it's not the Super Bowl for me. For me, if it's like a re like something that I want to happen now, would be boxing, and that would be Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence Jr. That would be the best, the very best boxing fight that I could hold for in the very near future. Uh, Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence Jr. And then there's there's a lot of politics involved. 
I know that it's because they're with different promoters and all that, but I, I do think that they can make it happen if they really wanted to. And everything else is just bullshit. Whatever else they said, I don't care about. You know, because obviously they're going to be with, you know, Bob Aram Jr. with um, The Zone. It's going to be completely different, but you really honestly have to just figure out exactly what you want to do and then go with that. Because you can't keep bullshitting people for so long. Dude, I love Bob. that. I love that we now have a boxing correspondent on the show too. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we have expanded our like whole game. <laughs> and I knew you were going to go boxing, by the way. <laughs> you did? <laughs> yes, of course I did. <laughs> Rhodes, what do you have? Oh, okay. So unless I could actually call the specifics of it, like I would want to be at a Viking Super Bowl win. Of course, that would be 100% my dream. So I don't think 100%. you could call the specifics as far yeah, as yes. a win. I think yeah. you could call the specifics as them being in it and hopefully not that they win. Ooh. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't think you get to pick the winner. Yeah, in this okay. Scenario. All right, all right. Um, so besides that, like... Because then we can make this. This would be really easy for all of us. Jeanette would be oh, at yeah, yeah, Dodgers sure, World yeah. Series victory. Like, yeah. I'd be at Las Vegas Knights game seven Stanley Cup. Like yeah, victory. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so my my all time one hundred percent bucket list sports item has to be Wimbledon. Oh, that's a good one oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure, yeah, it is. It's so tough to get tickets. It's so t- expensive to get over there. It's a whole thing. Like you have to be there for like a week, and it's like, yeah, to be like center court Wimbledon final. Holy crap, that'd be awesome. That would be my bucket list sports thing to attend. I kind of gave mine away. Mine, mine would be like if the. Knights were in the Stanley Cup again to go to a Knights game, Stanley Cup at T-Mobile. Yeah. But those tickets are going to be stupid if they make it this year, which they have a shot to make it this year. Just throwing out there. (laughs) Throwing that good karma out there. Yeah. (laughs) I I like the boxing one, too, because I actually would love – I would have loved to win to a Floyd Mayweather fight back when uh, back when I lived there. Now Floyd Mayweather, it's way too overdone now. Um, Boxing like, is really cool to attend live. It's really cool to attend live. I would have loved yes. to go to that uh, Mayweather-Ricky Hatton fight. I think that would have been a fun one. But... That's me on the boxing. That's probably like, God, this dude doesn't know dick about boxing. <laughs> no, I think that would have been good. I think Ricky Hatton would have been good. To be honest with you, any Mayweather opponents would have been good. Uh, back in the day, I hated Mayweather, so I would have felt a lot different about it back then. But I really do think that he did his time, and he he's a great opponent. You know, He did what he had to do. To get the, all the W's, and he did a good job. But as of now, I feel that for boxing, we could go the next level. I think that 
Logan Paul. As as much as people try to hate him, you know, they try to like talk smack about him, um, and what he's trying to go after, what his what he wants to achieve in the boxing world and all that. I understand how people try to hate on him, but he's actually doing a good job of promoting. He's boxing. legit. He's legit at boxing. And I'd like to shout. I'd like to shout out Jake Paul, because Jake Paul just put on a hell of a match at SummerSlam tonight. No, that was no, that was Logan. Oh, Logan Paul, sorry, yes, Logan Paul. He put on a hell of a match. Yeah, that's actually. I was great. I was really happy that Jeanette brought up Logan Paul because we can segue a little bit into wrestling, and Jeanette will have a little bit insight because of Logan Paul. But Logan Paul has signed with the WWE. Yeah. So Logan Paul is a full-on wrestler now. So I don't know Dude, how much boxing he's going to be doing, but he'll do he'll do big money fights. Yeah, damn, he was good tonight. So and Miz, Miz, yeah. oh, man, Miz was a great opponent for him too. Um, I mean, he was doing backflips. He jumped off the top to the table, went through Miz. I mean, like for this kid not being a wrestler and not being a you know classically trained wrestler, he is he's got it figured out damn quick because he's he's already better than McAfee. McAfee's been training for years. Well, dude, yes. also res- like boxers that go wrestling, like a lot of times like their go-to is like the punches, like yep. the body blows. And Logan but Paul he's a high flyer. Much- he's a yeah, high Logan flyer. Logan Paul didn't do much of that tonight. Like He, he did a standing backflip off the apron. Like, come on. That's awesome. I was impressed. Like, Logan Paul is yeah. like an athlete. Like, I'd never thought he was. Like, yeah. For sure. And, and think about, like, he got all of his opportunity because he's a YouTuber. How crazy mm-hmm. is that? Like, his boxing mm-hmm. career, his dub, now WWE career, like, is because of his YouTube career. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, That's just so wild. I'm going to go into your um, your most horrible guess again. <laughs> <laughs> Love okay. It. So. One, one time only guest. <laughs> Let's go back into that to make sure that we all understand that I'm only going to be here on here. <laughs> okay, so Logan Paul, Jake Paul. The one thing about them, though, that you have to understand is that they bullshit you to the max. They're going to try to tell you, like, okay, so remember when they were doing that crazy thing? What were they doing? Like, I forgot what it was called. It was like a whole mix of, of, Maybe music, um, performances, whatever. Uh, Snoop Dogg was on there, Justin Timberlake. What was it called? It was a mix of all kinds I, of stuff. I have no uh, idea. Great, whatever. I, I, I only watch Ridiculousness and Catfish on <laughs> okay. MTV. So. so Snoop Dogg was there. Um, Justin Bieber was there. Oh, I definitely don't watch a, anything with Justin Bieber. So okay, so it was a big mix of whatever. Yeah, we don't say that name on our podcast because it usually okay. ends up cutting our feed. <laughs> <laughs> that was on there. It takes and us an I hour remember, to get the thing back up. I remember watching it, and then everything was cool. You know, like Jake Paul, like he was he was on there, and I remember thinking, like, okay, this is pretty cool. Like he just he did that. You know, he boxed. It's obviously not not legit boxing you know he did his best mm-hmm. with what he was gonna do whatever i appreciate it it was a performance you know like i was good with it and then he's talking about okay yeah before i was a landscaper i was this i was that 
trying to sell the American dream. Like, okay, no, no, no. Wait, now yeah. you got to stop. So he was going a little bit too much. And then all of a sudden, it just turned into this whole other thing. So that was a whole turnoff for me with the the low. It was, uh, I think, I really think it was Jake Paul, the one that did that. Okay. Uh, it it but, was actually Jake Paul. Uh, his house was raided by the FBI in Vegas. Yeah. He had that oh, really? pink ass house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They came in and took all his guns. Yeah. I yeah. guess someone else yeah. was staying there. So, like, he wasn't really implicated. And Jeanette, don't get me wrong. This is not a Logan Paul or Jake Paul fan podcast. I don't like either of them. Uh-huh. I was just. Admiring Logan Paul did a hell of a job in the wrestling ring today, but I don't yeah. like either of them, to be honest. Yeah. With you. <laughs> no, for me it was just that. Like, whatever you're gonna do, I have no problem with it. I really have no problem with it. Sometimes that's this is what people think that you're sensitive on. Um, like people like me, I come from a Mexican background, like old-fashioned Mexican background. And when I mean old-fashioned, it's old-fashioned. You know. So my dad, like, he's super old-fashioned. Like, he's the greatest man ever. He believes that I can defend myself with just a pen and paper, you know? Nobody can... I'm pretty sure you could, you know? So. Yeah, but he's, <laughs> this is what you, you get out of any any culture, you know? Any culture will teach you the same, to be honest with you. Like, they will. You try to get with or um, mess with their daughters... What are they gonna get you with? They're gonna they're gonna come back at you with the same exact tactics that they were brought up with. So right. Okay. So exactly. So that's what that led to. But what I'm saying is, in the end, in the end, like that's what it comes down to. That you think that maybe because of of fame or whatever it is that things change, but they don't. It's still the same thing. For us, for me, it's like, exactly like, like the whole thing with Logan Paul, with Jake Paul, um, I just feel like they're a little, I don't know, maybe too cocky. And I don't think that they're as good as they want to be. And I do think that they have a lot of following. I do believe that. But I do think that a lot of it is make believe, and I think oh, they're, that, yeah, they're, they're they're fake until you make it for sure. Yeah, and they're and they're making it. It's working. It's like they're they're the best promoters of themselves. Yeah, but what are we gonna do? We're gonna tell you that um, Jay Rhodes and Probes are the best promoters of the Vegas teams, and you know what. Rhodes is not. Rhodes <laughs> is not one of the best promoters of Vegas teams. Yeah, you, even if you, it's hating, you wouldn't think about that way now. Even uh, if it's hating, even if it's hating, but if you got the right stats and everything, you're good. You know, you're coming to me. You're being real. You're not gonna be okay, Jake Paul. Whatever. Okay, the last, the last fucker that was on there. This is what pissed me off. The last fucker that was on there is sitting there talking about. Okay, I was a landscaper. This, this, and that. Um, the American dream. Shut the fuck up. You were not the American dream. You were not a landscaper. You were not any of those things. You're trying to sell that because you're trying to sell a fight. This is what's pissing me off, that you're trying to make something up that was never your case. Oh, yeah. You never had to deal with that. 
So yeah. I understand if you were a part of that. I understand that, and I would appreciate that. But you were never part of that. Don't don't try to pretend like you were. You know that's my issue. I just I, really feel like that's that's the main issue for me that I just really don't want to deal with people like him. And I I will I don't care. I will be the <laughs> the least famous person on your podcast. That would be okay. I'll take that. For I, I I don't think I don't think that <laughs> anyone in Minnesota gives a damn about either of the Pauls. So I'm pretty sure you're good. Yeah. <laughs> and also, let's face it, the least. Most popular person on our podcast is Joe, like for sure. <laughs> that's, that's that's a given. I mean, that's a hundred percent. So um, you're at least second least. So I guarantee you that. Um, I actually got questions because you're boxing. So I need to know what you think about my boy, the Gypsy King, Tyson I Fury. I love him. God, I want to listen to anything I he has to say. Him. I will I listen to him. read the phone book because he's just like he's got his his attitude his swagger his absolute like teddy bear like personality to him i'm like i want to be best friends with that guy yes i actually <laughs> love him i think yeah. he's so real he's yeah, so real. for sure i yeah. think that there's nothing about him that's fake i think that he he does everything his his swag you know like everything how he carries himself i think he's amazing i think even when he fought wilder okay so when he fought wilder Wilder tried to make up a lot of excuses on why his um, everything that he did was so I don't know part of maybe the show yeah that he was in but it was never part of the show you were part of a fight whatever mm-hmm. you did to come into the fight and all that that was your choice so for example to come into the in, into the ring to come into the ring I think it was like a 30 pound or 40 pound maybe um, costume that he wore. That was yep. his choice. You can't the, blame that on Wilder. That entrance was so cool. Yes, it was. It was so cool. Like I watched that entire, I watched the whole fight. I went to Dave and Buster's to watch it um, and had a hell of a time because that fight was amazing. But man, those entrances were just like, they were just cool. It's like a movie. Yeah, but what are you going to do? You're going to keep blaming other people for it? Yeah, you're gonna keep blaming for what other people did. It's up to you. You're the one that is in control of what your entrances look like. Yeah, the the people that are in your corner, like that's all you. You can't keep blaming that on other people. Was that and the I Undertaker really entrance? Or then, is that no, type? that was right before it. Oh, yeah, that right was like, it. yeah, that was with all the all the actual. Um, the costume and everything that was so heavy, they said. It was like, they claimed that it was like 70 pounds total. Jesus. It was, it was insane. Like, it reminded me of, like, the Triple H costume that he wore. But, like, it was like a, it was like a Power Ranger almost costume. Because, yeah, like, it was definitely. like, it was completely covered. Like, he was like a completely covered, like, knight, like, type of thing. And then it was all, like, bedazzled. And it was all, like, lit up. And it... It was insane. Like I could, I could believe that it could be a fifty-pound suit easily. Yeah, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, you it was all part of the show. Yeah, well, it was all it was all part of the show. Like they knew what they were gonna do. They both wanted it to be an event. They both wanted it to be a over-the-top type of atmosphere, and that's what they did. Like, okay, so I guess this is my 
well, this is my question to both of you because I didn't get to watch this fight. I just saw on Twitter the uh, Undertaker entrance. But what? So what were people pissed off about? Like people were pissed off about the entrances. Like no. So Wilder was pissed off because of how heavy it was. He said that it wore him out for the fight, having to walk in with this outfit. So he made a bitch-ass excuse. That he chose. He made a bitch-ass excuse because he was saying that he was tired because of this outfit that he had to wear coming into the ring. I bet she wouldn't said shit. He would have won. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, And he wanted all the attention. He wanted all the focus. He wanted everybody. And, I mean, Twitter did blow up with it. Like, he wanted all the attention. Everybody was just like, holy crap, look at what he's coming out to. They probably had a lot of cells just off of his outfit, which made him money. Yes, but he did not think that the the Gypsy King. Okay, so he did not think that the that Fury was going to come out the way that he did. To be honest yeah. with you, since the last two fights, nobody did. Okay, yeah. so Canelo, let's backtrack. Canelo went and he promoted himself. He always promotes himself to the Mexican uh, culture, to the Mexican yeah. audience, whatever you know. That's what Canelo does every single time. So he went and did that. Um, the Gypsy King came out. Guess what? He came out during like their promoting in Mexico City. And guess what happened? Everybody liked him because he was part of like that. The Irish pred culture is very, very similar with the Mexican culture. Yep. And I don't know that a lot of people get that, but they do. Like it is. It's very, very similar. But steeped in so, Catholicism, if I yeah, so, remember correctly. Yeah, so a lot of people would come out and they would be promoting or they would be like thinking about um, Canelo, how he's coming out. You know, he's not coming out like a bitch. He's not coming out like somebody that's yeah. super proud. He's not coming out, you know, like talking smack about the other person. He's just coming out... Um, backing up his own words his own his own culture what he thinks is best right so that's what he's coming out with and he kept backing that up and everybody was good with that so then obviously like that created a whole culture for like the mexican not the old school not the old-fashioned mexicans but maybe like people in my time yeah you know where my parents are, are mexican or whatever so I feel that's where that whole thing came about. Yeah. And now now you have people like that follow Tom Fury, that follow that follow the the you know, Gypsy King that think about everything that's happening now and they follow him. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't change their mind. They're just following boxing. Mm-hmm. It's just boxing. It's literally just boxing, you know, like just boxing fights, whatever. We're going to have some more in November, December, January. We have Aero Spence versus Crawford. That's going to be amazing. Um, that's probably going to be one of the best fights of the year, you know, but mm. it's going to be amazing. And we're just going to keep going ahead of it with it. But it's it's all because of the boxing culture and because people are keeping keeping up with the with the whole idea of changing the boxing trend and not just keeping it as just maybe um, the light heavyweights or maybe just in the same um, the same crowd not the same 
you know, Bob Arum, top rank type of thing, the zone. That's that's what really hurts us. You know, we can't see the top top fights because of all that. Because all the promoters. The yeah. Which yeah. is which is one thing that I think the Pauls did good is exposing the bullshit of the promoter. Yeah. So I give them credit for what they did there is that showing that like, we're not going to get the fights we want to see because these promoters are in bed with each other pretty much and trying to make sure that they just cash out and they don't have to worry about their fighters getting each other. Yeah, I totally agree. But one of the biggest ones is Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence. Mm. That is one of the best fights in boxing period, period. Like what you're going to get. Like, this is a Muhammad Ali. This is, like, a big moment. Ter- Errol Spence versus Terrence Crawford. I believe that we're going to get that in November. Nothing has been signed. But I think that is the best fight that we're going to get. One of the best fights within our time. So you're saying... I can that- tell you 10. I would probably say 8. So since nothing's been signed, there's no line yet, right? There, there's no <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody's no- betting on it. Somebody's there been on not. it already. I promise you that I'm gonna be back on here, even if you guys don't want me to be back on here. But so hijack <laughs> it. Yes. But this is gonna be one of the best fights in our time. Uh, Errol Spence, you don't even understand. Terrence Crawford. Everybody talks about how ruthless he is. You know, he's amazing. He's so good. His offense is so good. His defense is so good. He's amazing. Okay. Errol Spence, he wasn't an accident, okay? He wasn't, look it up, Errol Spence, Lamborghini accident. He was so good, all that. You think, okay, so he was in this big-ass um, accident. That's It hurt him, whatever. It did not hurt him. After that, guess what? The three next opponents that he had, um, damage to their corneas, like, their their eye sockets, it's crazy shit that he hurt them by. It's not just whatever. Oh, and I hear their who was that? Froze. That's Froze. Froze the, the, okay. the crack. Yeah, yeah. that was me. Yeah, I, yeah I, I can I I can recognize that sound anywhere. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, but okay, so you you can honestly like you can hear that and you can appreciate that that he's listening to the stuff that's going on in boxing but honestly that's really the big thing that a lot of the times you you see it and you hear it okay they're gonna fight this person or whatever but it doesn't affect the boxing world all these things that are happening with like Errol Spencer and Crawford these are people that are legit gonna gonna affect the boxing world so I have a question when it comes to the boxing world um, for you, because I'm very interested in this. Um, entrances. Like, we kind of touched on it, but, like, boxing didn't used to be, like, WWE-style entrances, but they're kind of going there. Is that – what do you think about that? Is that just a, a media grab, just try to get people in? I think it is, and I think that's bullshit. I don't think that's good. I don't – I don't like it. I think that's more like a Jake Paul type of thing. Like, I think that's something that you do out of, I don't know, maybe trying to get attention. Yeah. I think, 
I, I think Apollo, Apollo Creed really ruined the whole entrance thing when he came out. He was a little over the top. Yes. That's why he got killed. <laughs> but let, let me ask you, because like, I actually kind of... So I... I agree with you to an extent, Jeanette. But what boxing needs is they need more popularity. Like, they need more people to watch. If this brings in more people, isn't that good for the sport? I don't think so. This is why I think this, okay? Okay. Because I think that boxing is a sport where it needs to get my adrenaline rush. Okay, so for example, every time that we've spoken to, that I've had a big ass fight, mm-hmm. you know, and I've told you from like the get go. Oh yeah, since the morning. Hey, this is the fuck the the fight that I like. This not whatever. Um, I'm all in. That is what boxing is. You know, you're not gonna sit there and bullshit me for four or five hours trying to get me to change my mind. I've obviously I obviously know what I want. The way that they come about the boxing fights. This is the problem. Okay, so for example, tonight. Tonight, I knew there was Danny Garcia versus this other dude, right? This other dude, they had him plus 400. Those are not... That's not a heavy um, underline to like support. No. Plus 400? You no, I, mean, I would be betting the plus 400, to be honest with you. You know, exactly. But you could say, like, that's a good contender, you know? If you're looking at it, yeah. you're like, oh, plus 400. Okay, that's a good contender, whatever. Okay, no, you're not going to bullshit me. You're not going to keep doing that to me. And then I'm going to go and fall for it and then take you as a plus 400 or whatever. Oh, that's- gotcha. I don't agree with um, having to change the odds so that the casino... Or the people can make a greater, you know, amount than the person that's betting for it. Yeah, they're skewing the lines. I see what you're saying. They're trying to sell it, whatever. No, I don't. I don't agree with that. I'm gonna tell you, don't fucking take that shit. Fuck up, you know. Don't take it. There are times when you can take a three-team parlay, whatever you can parlay that stuff with, and sometimes there's those easy ones that me and you know about. But nobody like there's a lot of people that don't know about it. So okay, so let it let it go. Let them, you know, just let them just tell them what not to take, and then keep going with it. But, but I just think that's fair. But you so you don't like. I guess my main point on the entrances and like the craziness that they do, like if it brings people in, like say like. I don't know, someone who doesn't watch boxing and sees, like, The Undertaker's entrance and all of a sudden starts watch boxing, like, and starts getting interested in boxing because of the cool entrances. Do you you think that's bad for the sport? Like, I get what you're saying, like, you want the purest of it, but, like, do we want we want more people watching boxing, don't we? Yes, I do. I agree with that 100%, but I don't agree with a 100, like, okay, there's a difference between WWE and boxing and oh absolutely absolutely there's a huge difference <laughs> yeah so for me i'd rather keep my boxing my boxing um yours than than everything else because i really think that 
you have to try to be as pure as you can and you have to try to be like you know you have to get to know the people that are trying to get to know you i don't think that those people are that and i really don't i just, I just really, really don't like trying to make people pretend like you know you and then being some such as logan paul's yeah you don't want those fans, basically, is what you're saying. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. I get it. I hate you. I really don't want to. <laughs> Whatever. Then try to be around some fake ass people like that. I really don't. I just really. I really don't. Man, we really hit a lot in this podcast. We we hit boxing hard. <laughs> yeah. No. This is this is a. Uh... This is a first for us. We definitely got our boxing in for this one. It's uh, yeah, it's pretty good. That's awesome. But let me tell you one more thing. Is for me as far as boxing in England. Okay, there's a lot of boxing in England that is really good. Um, such as I'm not even gonna bring up Wilder because that's a completely different animal. But anything else that comes from England, they have they have really good promoters. They have a really good system of how they make their fights, how they promote their fights, what they want to do with their fights. The U.S. does not have that same, that same, um, maybe structure with how they want their fights to go. It's all about promoters, and and uh, the U.K. does, you know. Mm-hmm. So for them, that's that's better for them, you know. But I feel like. For us, it would be better if we can hit all of the big boxing fights without having to worry about, you know, who's the politically correct boxing promoter to hit. You know, for example, Canelo. You can hit Canelo, uh, but then you have um, everything on top rank, on the zone, on Golden Boy. It's just too much to give up with. And I feel like that's what feeds the fans. I feel like that's what makes us um, settle for the for the fights that are gonna make us okay, you know. But not the fights that are gonna want us to be great. For example, think about it. Think about it like this. Okay, so uh, an elite fight. Think about that. All his fights. Okay, now we're gonna have that he's no longer here, he's no longer alive, you know, no longer so we're going to have so You're breaking up a little bit, Jeanette. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not hearing it right now. It's it's cutting out and their background noise is taking over. Yeah, so my, my main point is just that we have to be mindful of what we're getting right now and just um, the fights that we're about to get, you know, because there is a lot of amazing fights that we can get, especially Terrence Crawford versus, versus Errol Spence Jr. That is the best fight that we can get in our near future. Yeah, I I love all the boxing talk. Like, we don't get to talk boxing enough, like, especially here in Minnesota. We don't really, there's not enough boxing out here. Like, in Vegas, it's everywhere, but here in Minnesota, it's a little, little rare, I guess. 
We've got a good kid that puts on a show every now and then at the Armory. That it, that's pretty cool. But I can't remember his name, but we've got a we've got a top ranked boxer that that fights out of here that usually does promotions at the Armory. But um, yeah, I can't I can't remember his name right now. I'd have to look it up. But I do yeah. want you to talk to like there's these there's this couple that I do want you to talk to if you ever want to talk about boxing. Um, Nick Gagliardi and Haiti Gagliardi. They're an amazing couple. They sell pay-per-view fights and stuff, but they're amazing. They know so much about boxing, so much about the boxing world. And they are um, they know a lot of the people from the Mayweather camp, from the Cota camp, Canelo. They're amazing. And they're um, you would love them. You would love them. Hey, um, text me their information. Maybe we can get them on. Like, we'll have you on, and we can have a boxing talk with all of us. Yeah, for sure, for That'd sure. Cool. But it would be, yeah, especially with all the boxing fights coming up in Vegas, you know, I mm-hmm. think that it would be amazing because they know so much about boxing, and because I hate so much about boxing. <laughs> <laughs> but she I do hate so much about boxing. But it's her absolute favorite sport of all time. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm probably going to be... I, I really want you guys to score the worst possible person that's on this podcast <laughs> so I can make sure that I win that. There you go. You're not going to win that. We still have Joe that came on. <laughs> yeah, the podcast, Joe, so. Joe's Joe's way above that. He's leaps and bounds <laughs> past you. No, uh, I, I do want to take advantage of having you on here because a lot of our listeners are from Minnesota and Yes, this is where I'm going to be the most hated host in Minnesota uh, sports podcasts. But like a lot of these people aren't cultured at all whatsoever. So I already appreciate you bringing all the boxing in. But we have like this is something I know from you and just living out in Vegas, um, just like Mexican markets and like getting good Mexican food. If our listeners were to branch out and not be so white, like. We have Mexican markets here. <laughs> what well, what would you recommend them getting at a Mexican market? Okay. So, for example, if you were to come out to, like, a Mexican market, first of all, in Vegas, you wouldn't really, like, feel the heat, you know? You wouldn't really feel like, oh, I'm feeling something outside of my culture or whatever. Like, it's not like that. In Vegas, you know, in Vegas, right, trying, right, of course, to, like trying to sh- like show you or ask you, like, what type of meat are you looking for? Yeah, it's not like going to New York and Chinatown. No, 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 <laughs> because if you're if you're looking in Vegas, it's pretty much three different things. So you're looking for like a type of like sausage, Mexican sausage, you know, like chorizo, like so. You're trying to look for that like saltiness and stuff. Or you're trying to look for like an actual meat, you know, like a, an actual steak meat. Or you're trying to look for a completely different thing, which is like an actual, an actual like meat um, department, you know. Like what's your favorite? Different. For me, it's carne asada. Okay. For me, it's lanchera. Yeah. So for me, if you're gonna pick for, if you're gonna try to barbecue. Uh, Mexican meat, it's going to be ranchera, which is going to be like barbecue type of, of uh, meat. And then you're going to do like, it's kind of like short ribs. Okay. That's like the, the cheapest version that you can go to. 
because it does taste good. Anything that has um, that has actual like bone in it or whatever, it's gonna taste good, you know. So you're gonna go to short ribs or you're gonna go to just ranchera meat, and then um, get as many pounds as you want from that, and then and then get your like your salsas, your pico de gallos, your all of that, you know. For Mexicans, it's not just one thing. Like, okay, so for, say if you're white, okay, you're going to say, okay, I'm going to make, I'm going to make mac and cheese. What would you, what would you usually say? Tell me. If I'm going to make mac and cheese? Yeah. I'm going to make mac and cheese? <laughs> I don't know. Like, is there a different way I'm supposed to say it? <laughs> is that an actual entree? Oh, is it an entree? No, it's a side dish. When you're doing barbecue, okay. like that's a side dish. Okay, so you would do like I'd do mac like and a, cheese. I'd like do a brisket or do like I don't know some other like a pulled pork or something. Okay, I don't know what you're saying right now. Okay, so you're saying like mac and cheese. <laughs> I'm trying to be real here. No, now okay. I gotta teach you some barbecue. Now, I know. So now, I know. Now we we gotta teach Jerry, but okay. no, but you're so supposed to be teaching cheese. our listeners right now. So. Okay, Go so on. mac and cheese. What else? What else would you do? Like for a meal? Uh, yeah. Like pulled pork. Like I'd smoke a pork butt, essentially. Okay, so say if you didn't want to do that. Okay, so if you want to do like just, uh, maybe. What is another thing that you would do? Like some no. other type of dish. See, I'm a, actually you should be asking Road Dog because I I make Mexican meats. I go to the Mexican market. That's so I think Road Dog is actually the person you should be asking these questions. Okay, I can go right down the road. With okay, so I go for example, Mexican market. For example, if I'm just coming off, if I'm just trying to get something for you, okay. So say I never knew, I'm just coming to Minnesota. I I don't know what you have to sell or what you have to. Uh, work with or whatever right mm -hmm. so i get some some uh carne asada right? right some mexican some mexican meat from like ranchera meat okay. do you have that ranchera yeah we sure okay do. okay so ranchera or um um basically that's a, the big the better type of meat like so okay so you're gonna have ranchera and then you're gonna have either corn or flour tortillas that go with ranchera. Corn. Okay. Corn. Okay. Awesome. So then you're going to have um, flour. Once again, you're talking to the guy who actually was in Las Vegas. So yeah, like, exactly. I have a lot of traits. Exactly. exactly. So road Dog should be answering these questions because I'd like to hear the Minnesota <laughs> answer to these questions. <laughs> yes. And maybe we should. Okay. Road Dog, so then, Road Dog, you start answering the questions. Well, no, it's, it's not answering the questions. She's suggesting what we should get outside of our norm. She so, said, yes, she, she should be getting flour corn. Or corn. Yeah. yeah. So, corn so, if it's corn. outside of our norm, it should be corn. So, yes. And then once you get that, you're going to have um, salsas. They're going to ask you about salsas or just maybe like corn, corn on the cob or corn, like just on their maybe they have the salsas they have corn on them what type do you have my favorite is esquite but what is it esquite am i saying that right 
Mexican okay, street so corn off of the cob. Okay, so that's before. Okay. So that's what you would basically get, like what type of um yeah, she's corn she's talking like have. she's talking like Chipotle when you can get the corn salsa. Oh no, but yeah. that's that's good though. Yeah, that yeah, you yeah. That you guys have that option, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a different like type of flavor that you can get. Okay, so then that's you get a type of different flavor. And then do you get like a type of different like um at the very end? Do you get like a different type of salsa or anything? Yeah, absolutely. I usually yeah. get like either either the red or the, like one of the green ones. Like I try to get one of the hotter ones. Like I don't, I don't really read what's all in them. I just <laughs> kind of gauge. Like they're fantastic. So yeah, they're smooth salsas. Like not chunky salsas. Typically is what I get. I guess. Yeah, you should totally do exactly what you just said to try to get like something. Um, like close to maybe a little bit hotter than what mm -hmm. you get, but not all the way hotter. But that's a really good idea to get something within your range, you know? Yeah, that's really good though. But, um, definitely that's the way to go to try to find something within your range, try to find something that you like, you know? And then, uh, within the Mexican culture. I think that's what you do. You try to get something that's that's hot, but not like super hot. And I'm going to be like, if I'm ever welcome back here, <laughs> I'll get some more uh, recipes on here. You will be welcome back on, here, just so you know. <laughs> I'll get you some recipes. On what Joe, we're not do. so sure, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll get you some recipes on what you should do, like what you can do. Because um, a lot of it, like, everything you guys have told me, like, about how you guys come about, like, the the recipes and stuff is on point. But um, Well, no, that's um, what I say. <laughs> Remember, well, I did live yeah. there. I do have exactly. a Mexican best friend, so. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is true. We should, we should definitely do something special for when you come out here. You so, know? my last question for our listeners, like... Because I do love everything that you brought up. It's stuff that I do. So I'm really happy I'm on point still. Um, cheese. Do you use the Cotija cheese? or uh, Do you use oh, cheese yes. or do you use crema? Or do you use both? I love both. But yeah. I do love Cotija cheese, yes. That is so, amazing. Crema is crema. And I have my own opinion on this. I, I will leave it to you, though, to give an opinion. Is crema better than sour cream when in that situation? I don't think so. I think it's about the same. See, I was actually again. I actually like crema better because it's like thinner. But yeah, I think it just depends. You know, yeah. I just don't use it. Don't use it often. So maybe that's why. All right. Well, that was a fantastic walk down culture lane because Minnesotans don't have a ton of it. Yes, I'm ripping our entire fan base. <laughs> See, I was still going to be the most hated person on this podcast. <laughs> Rhodes, do you have anything else? Um, No, I don't think so. I mean, I like crema. I'm not going to lie about that. But that's, that's only because I actually have figured out how to make it. So I'm really good at actually making it. So, And I'll put that on anything. Like if I'm just going to have like a, like a turkey wrap, I'll put that on there because it's like, it's just so easy. It's just... You know, just throw some lime and some sour cream and 
I like to put some like uh, sriracha on it too, just to make it spicy. But yeah, legit. Dude, I didn't know you make crema. That's pretty interesting. So here's the funny thing is I used to do those uh, HelloFresh meals. And then they would come like the box meals and stuff like that. And they would it come with all the ingredients and it would, you know, basically step by step on how to make your meals. And I swear to God, like half of those meals came with some kind of crema sauce that you made to put on your on your street tacos or something like that or on whatever type of meals. I'm like. And then I've started to figure out that it was like all these recipes were like kind of blending into each other. And I'm like, I don't have to buy this box anymore because I have the recipe card. I can just make this at home now. So now I know how to make, I know how to make like the the type of beef. I know how to make, you know, the pork and stuff like that for pork tacos and stuff like that. But then I know how to make the sauce for it too. So I'm like, boom. So yeah, I learned that from just uh, being lazy and ordering box meals from HelloFresh. You actually made me remember my last question for Jeanette on this subject. So tortillas. Do how do you prep your corn tortillas? How do I prep them? Yeah, like you you don't just take them out of the bag and use them. No, I no, I don't. So I for my corn tortillas, I get them the best type are Guerrero. So like G U E R R E R O. So Guerrero, like night. It translates into night. I love their tortillas. I think their corn tortillas are the best. I think they're amazing that they um they incorporate their organic um ingredients into them. But I do like the way that they that they taste and I love. Do you do you prep them though? Like, do you throw them like? I mean, I guess when I use corn tortillas, I usually like I have to throw them on some heat source. Like, whether it's if it's summer, I throw them on the grill just to like get them to stand up to the meat that's going in them. Do you do well, anything do. like that, or? I always do like some kind of whatever corn. Like, say if they're gonna do corn tortillas, and I do a little bit of that. Like you always had to heat, you always have to heat up at least one minute, no matter what it is. But you don't do them microwave wise, right? No, like, never. No, never. Yeah, because it makes them soggy. Yeah, never microwave, but anything else is at least one minute. Do you double up, like for a to- like for tacos or something? Do you double them up, or do you just no. go single? No, for okay. that they'll tell you. It'll tell you like, but usually it's like thirty-five seconds. If gotcha. it's like something that it comes with. All right. So thank okay. you. Thank you yeah, to all definitely. Norm Green people. Actually, now you got a little bit of culture in your life. Go try this yeah, stuff. Like exactly. Yeah. I guess figured out now. Yeah. So I think that's all we have for the podcast tonight, Rhodes. Yeah, Dude. I think that's what we've got. Um, yeah, that should be it. So thank you guys for listening. And once again, like I don't have to come out and, you know, basically uh, bribe you guys with swag to come and ask questions on Twitter or Facebook. Do it all the time. Like, if you guys got questions, if you guys got the stuff you want us to talk about, just post it to our Facebook. Put us at our Twitter, um, at Norm Sucks Podcast. Just make sure to hit us up. 
and we'll we'll throw your stuff out there. Like we we have no problems making the podcast completely what our listeners want to hear. So um, we're good with that. And yeah, I want to thank you guys for listening for this. This has been a fun episode. Yeah, I want to thank uh, our guest Jeanette, one of my best friends. Like it's been a great time. As much as you think you're, you're we're gonna be one of the most hated, we will love to have you back. So um, thank you so much. Um, you brought a lot to the show tonight. Amazing! I'm super happy. I'm super happy. I hope that you guys do like it and that. I'm not the most hated. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Joe. <laughs> he's got that spot. Okay, great. <laughs> dude, Joe's gonna listen to this, and he's gonna be like, "Dude, what the hell?" We've <laughs> lost. We've lost one listener. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. At Froves, at J Rhodes Real. Jeanette, do you want to plug any of uh, your social media? Anything. No, not at all. This is uh, this is YouTube, and YouTube is lying to me. So yeah. No, but it's all right. Cool. cool. All right. Yeah, oh, I know this is La Bamba. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We're good. Peace out. Right, have a good night. I want to thank everyone for checking out our podcast. Look forward for more episodes. Also, find us on Twitter and Instagram at Norm Sucks Podcast. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs>